Thanks for listening to the Home Fix Show podcast brought to you by Heating Equipment Company. All makes and models of residential and commercial furnaces and air conditioners can be serviced or installed by Heating Equipment Company, a Lennox premier dealer. 208-459-2212. This is a podcast of the Home Fix Show with Joe Prince. Welcome to the Home Fix Show on this Memorial Day weekend. Decoration Day, as my grandma-in-law taught me to call it, the, uh, the day that they would cut all the fresh flowers that they could find out of their garden and take them to the grave sites of people and uh, people that served and others and decorate. And that's what they did on Memorial Day, and uh, so I've, it's an old term. Uh, some of you may recognize that, Decoration Day. Well, it's Memorial Day weekend, and we are here live in the KBOI studios and doing what we do each and every Saturday morning that we possibly can, trying to help you out with the questions or concerns or befuddlements or confusions that have popped up in your home repairs, the things that go bump in your house in the middle of the night and building houses and maybe some improvements that you're contemplating uh, taking on, whether either done by yourself or perhaps hiring a contractor and the products and the tools and all that. We can get into every bit of that, but uh, what you got to do is you got to grab your phone right now and punch in 208-336-3700, 208 Three three six three seven zero zero, and you and I can talk. I made a pretty drastic error last week on the show, telling you that uh, our friend Dave from Consumers Electric and Cable would be here with us today. That's actually next week. I I jumped ahead there. I didn't. Um, I done on a holiday weekend like this. I don't want to uh, saddle any of our our hardworking uh, contractors and and guests to come into the show, let them have some time with their family, especially if they can get an extra day out of the weekend and uh, do that. So uh, I'm here solo today by myself and looking forward to your phone calls. Dave will be with us next week for Ask an Electrician. So if you did have some questions for Dave, I mean, I can take a try at it, but uh, I'd rather you speak with him (laughs) next week on the show here. Uh, So uh, we will talk with Dave then. Uh, Live streaming and podcasts are available of this show uh, available for the show just uh, recordings think of it that way there's recordings of the show available at kboi.com you just click on the podcast uh link there a little tab and drop down to home fix and pick whichever date or topic of program you'd like to listen to you can also ask your smart speaker right now to play kboi at any time and uh live streaming is there too so if you got a if you're out on the road somewhere and you're going to arrive somewhere and you want to continue to listen to the show and maybe radio reception is not what you're after, you can live stream that at kboi.com. Also, if you're listening to this program at a time other than when we are speaking live, like right now, that makes no sense, uh, you can still ask questions by sending an email to joe at joeprin.com, P-R-I-N, joe at joeprin. Com. Got a couple good ones this week that we'll dive into here when we get a chance. Um, and if you're looking for names of and numbers of the contractors and the service providers you hear on this show, as well as others that I may mention 
from time to time a brand new resource list, brand new. Stephanie just got it updated a couple days ago for me, and it's uh, it's the freshest you can get right now. It hasn't uh, expired. So it's there at joeprin.com, so you can get the new newest version of the My Trusted Resource List uh, right there. So again, welcome to the show again today. Uh, we know you are returning. Some of you, this may be the first time you've ever heard our show. So hang in there. You'll see what it's all about. The number to call in is 208-336-3700. 208-336-3700. One of the email uh, questions that I got, a person sent me a photo of the side of their house. Uh, just looked like it was built maybe mid 80s up to maybe early 90s and was done with the siding which is uh what what do you call this cottage cottage lap uh, uh, old mill uh, it, it's the fibrous uh, you you want to use the word masonite but you got to remember masonite is a brand name and can be misused like Kleenex, you know, all Kleenex is facial tissues, but not all facial t- tissues are Kleenex. Well, same thing with uh, this siding. Everybody says, oh, I got masonite siding. Well, do you? It could be one of many different things. Just like, you know, you have, you're wearing a pair of Levi's. Well, no, you're not. You're wearing Wranglers or something. Uh, anyway, that's what this siding was. It's where each individual horizontal strip of this siding is about 16 inches tall or about 16 inches worth of coverage but it looked like four individual boards i think they call that a 416 there's also a 316 there's a 516 anyway um fibrous wood product siding and down at the bottom it almost looked like uh an over baked quiche or something you know where the top surface had cracked and then pulled away and looked like it dried out and actually ripped itself apart. And there were these gashes, these scars in it about every four or five inches that went down the piece of the siding, probably a good seven or eight feet. And it was on that bottom row of siding that the very bottom edge kind of actually looked okay. And then the top part kind of looked okay. This was in the middle of that panel and the person wanted to know what was going on and uh, sent me this picture. You know, what's the matter with my siding? Is, is it rotting out from the inside out or, you know, what happened to this? Did it get too hot or something? No. And um, I identified it pretty, pretty quickly because I've, I've seen this so many times. And uh, what that is, is it's self-inflicted damage that came from the sprinkler system uh, somewhere right there nearby. I'll bet you there is a, <clears throat> and it was in a flower bed, by the way, um, with some fairly low to the ground flowers and, and, and stuff that was just coming up. Some annuals were returning. And I think that's why it could be seen right now. What it was was that, uh, sprinkler head was probably spraying on that building and, and or on the side of the building on the house for what, what could have been years. It, it could have been just soaking it. And the moisture eventually makes its way through the paint. The wood gets wet and it dries and it gets wet and it dries. And you do that enough times. And that's where you get these these uh, water damage cracks like that. Uh, They were also concerned, could there be other things behind it that are damaged? And yes, there very well could be. You won't know until we remove that piece of siding from there and possibly even the one up above it. Just because we don't see a lot of damage further up, there there could be some hidden stuff back there that we're going to have to address. And what can happen is behind it, there may or may not be a moisture barrier, uh, some of the house wrap material. 
Now, if there was, that very possibly could have saved whatever's behind it. And based on the age of this house, it's likely a uh, an OSB sheathing that's been applied over the, the framing of that wall. Uh, that that moisture barrier that, you know, again, another brand name that gets misused all the time, the Tyvek, the, the house wrap uh, that was there, that could have stopped any of that water since it was coming at it from that sprinkler system uh, from getting at the OSB. If not, there's a good chance that the sheathing behind that is also damaged. And then behind that, there could be some damage to insulation or even some of the framing. So, this could get a little nastier than what we think, and there is really, really no way to exactly tell what's going on until we start peeling the layers off, starting with the siding and removing that that panel or a section of that panel. You can go just left and right until you find good solid material and make that vertical cut going up there and pull the next panel forward a little bit so you can get behind it and clip the nails with a recip saw and uh, and slide that panel out and uh, put a new one in but once you pull that out then you'll be able to see what's behind it and then when it comes time to replace things you know working your way up from the bottom you've got to protect that all the way down in kind of a, a fish scaling methodology there so that if there is anything that does drain down it's it's uh, overlapping the proper way you can't have all these seams, the, the new panel, the OSB, the house wrap, everything, you can't have that all in the same place. So you're not just going to be able to cut this down to the, the bare studs right now, one section and patch it in with a whole bunch of carpenter in a tube or caulking. You, you wouldn't do that. You'd have to stagger some things and uh, <clears throat> maybe even maybe put in a piece of flashing here and there. But that's what it was. It was just a bunch of uh, water damage. So if you haven't paid much attention to your sprinkler system this year, it may be worth, you know, more than just knowing that everything's working. I mean, we all look like landscaping geniuses right now because there's been, you know, so much moisture just around us that uh, things really haven't gone into the heat stress a whole lot. You may start seeing some drier patches in the lawn or you might notice that there's some plants in the flower beds that aren't getting water the way they used to, but you might also want to take a look and after a zone has ran, go outside and take a look and see what really is wet. If the house is getting wet at all, that's that's not a good thing. I mean, Watering is not going to make it bigger. And uh, make sure that you divert that somehow. You may need to pull those sprinkler heads away from the foundation. I see that all too often where they're placed right up next to the side of the house because at one time they had grass right there. Uh, up up to the house, and then they've changed that to a flower bed, and they're they're watering with that. Uh, you should have those those sprinkler heads probably a minimum of a foot, if not even a little bit more, away from the house, so that when they're spraying, uh, that's not not getting on the siding. And you have to take into account the wind too. If uh, if it's always blowing around one side of the house and it's blowing all that moisture back onto the house, that that's not good. Um, You've seen this with windows, too. People get a lot of really, really bad water spotting because, you know, two or three times a week, we're, we're spraying the windows down with the, uh, with the sprinkler system and letting it dry on the glass there. And what is glass? Glass is made out of the same thing that the minerals in the water is. <clears throat> and they, uh, they bond with each other pretty good. And once a window gets uh, water spot damaged, you can remove a lot of the water spots, but uh, you never get it all uh, once, once the glass is damaged. It's damaged for good. So 
Uh, anyway, you might want to check that. And uh, so I suggested to these folks that they uh, definitely, number one, discontinue that uh, sprinkler head there or get it moved. And uh, then they got to get a hold of Bill Bott at Bott's Exteriors if they didn't want to do it themselves and look at doing uh, some siding repairs there. And uh, he'll do it the right way. He'll peel back those layers of that onion until he gets to, uh, gets to some good stuff where he can start over. More of the Home Fix Show coming up next here on News Talk KBOI, 93.1 FM, 670 AM. Thank you for being with us on your Memorial Day weekend. I'm Joe Prin. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. Forget everything you know about cleaning. Yep, all of it. Not that you were doing anything wrong, but there is a better and, dare we say, more enjoyable way. The Coltrin Central Vacuum System will change your entire outlook on keeping your home clean seven days a week. You can save time with quick cleaning solutions for every room in your home. With a Vacuum Flow Central Vac System from Coltrin Central Vac, you put power and convenience where you need it. Chameleon hoses store out of the way inside your walls behind the access ports. Vac port automatic toe kick dust fans allow you to sweep floors and quickly make it disappear. How about a 20-foot utility hose in your laundry room for cleaning lint screens and floors after laundry day? And if you like to keep your workshop or car interior looking fresh, the Vroom Garage Retract Vac gives you professional results with a full complement of tools. Visit ColtrinVac.com or test drive these at the Coltrane Vac Showroom, 11580 West Fairview in Boise. Call 208 895 8900 to set up an appointment at your house. 208-895-8900, Coltrane Central Vac. When you need to call someone for furnace or air conditioner work, the only company you will hear about on the Home Fix Show is Heating Equipment Company. Stanley and his team at Heating Equipment Company insist on only the highest ethics and professionalism in the business. That's why when they get a service call, their first step is to try to fix what is broken and not sell you a whole new system. But if there are some good reasons that making a repair is not a wise choice, they will take the time to give you the options and let you make the decision. Heating Equipment Company is a Lennox premier dealer and has been for many years. They achieved this recognition from Lennox in part by maintaining the highest levels of customer satisfaction. Trust the heating and cooling company you hear on the Home Fix Show, Heating Equipment Company. Call now to set up an appointment for your new system quotation or to schedule service or tune-ups. 208-459-2212. That's 208-459-2212 for Heating Equipment Company. Furniture has a special place in our homes and in our hearts. You can probably tell stories about many of the pieces in your house. Grandma used that table for years. Oh, how she loved it. Or dad built that bookcase when you were 10 years old and it's been with you ever since. Or maybe that chair was the best garage sale find of all time. For all of these memorable pieces of furniture, Furniture Medic is here to help when they need help. Scuffs, scrapes, water damage, scratches, pet damage, or a complete refinishing, Furniture Medic can not only make it look great again, but it will be done right and to your complete satisfaction no doubt about it there are cheap ways to fix things and it shows that's not what we're talking about here this is permanent this is quality this is beautiful contact furniture medic now for scheduling and a quote on repairs or restoration of your treasures for the coming years and perhaps even the next generation furniture medic 208 810-3254 or take a look at FurnitureMedic.com 208-810-3254 Making the decision to sell your home or buy a new one is very big and when you choose your realtor you want to know you're with a team that will be committed and with you for the complete process 
Matt Bauscher has been voted the number one real estate agent in the Boise area and is the founding partner at Amherst Madison. For you, that means an incredible team of professionals that will help you reach your goal, respect your time, your family, and your desires. Look at current listings or read what Matt's clients have to say at BauscherRealEstate.com. In accordance with fair housing laws, Matt Bauscher provides equal professional service without regard to race, color, religion, sex, handicap, familial status, national origin, favorite basketball team, or sexual orientation of any prospective client, customer, or the residents of any community. Reach Matt at BauscherRealEstate.com. For your Google Play, simply say, hey Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Joe Prim. This is the Home Fix Show on News Talk KBOI. Let's stay on that uh, siding repairs and touch-ups while we're there. Uh, this is another thing that I wanted to point out that uh, unfortunately in the speed of new construction sometimes when a house is getting that original first paint job applied to it it's done quickly let's just say that it's done quickly and perhaps not with the attention to detail that it should get or even what sometimes the manufacturers require that it should get if you moved into a home in the last five to eight years the outside look of it may be holding up fine but i'd like you to look at a couple of different things and in one case you may need a handheld mirror to make your life a little bit easier you could do this with your phone also you could turn it to a front loading uh, the camera on the front of the phone and and hold it in a few places what we're going to talk about here when a home is sprayed, which it usually is in the new construction world, you've seen that. Windows are masked off. Uh, one trim color is masked off from another. And and the house gets sprayed. And uh, you can do the exterior of a new constructed house, you know, after the prep work of the caulking and nail fill and all that stuff is done. You know, that takes longer than the painting does. And an entire house can be painted in, in just a few hours by a, by a professional that uh, knows how to operate, operate their airless guns like that. However, however, one thing that uh, chronically happens is down at more of ground level because somebody is, is, is standing there and they're spraying and they may get down kind of low, like you're reaching down and, and, and they'll spray down low, but where it gets missed is on the bottom edges of a few things. And if you take this mirror or, you know, a mirror tile or a handheld, you know, like makeup mirror or something, and you go out there to your siding, put that down at the bottom and look at that image that's looking up from ground level. And it might only be, you know, a few inches off the ground, but you can get underneath there. If you see the original primer finish that may be on the manufacturer's siding. Maybe you have a cement siding product. Maybe you have, like we talked about, the fibrous wood product type thing or any kind of a siding, even if it uh, maybe it's painted stucco or something. Look underneath those bottom edges and see if that ever got painted. There's a, there's a very, very good chance 
that it did not until you start coming up the wall a little bit further to where that that person spraying can finally get underneath there as their arms lift up and they go further up the the wall or up their scaffolding or ladders and, and they get that paint on there. It, it's critical for that bottom edge to receive a good coat of, of your finished paint to seal it the way that the manufacturer intended. That primer that's on there is not a coat of paint. It's a coat of primer that's designed to make the product survive during the construction process and shipping and all of that, but it's not designed to be the final finish. And it also has an exposure rating. If you ever see anybody that puts new siding on their house and trim and all that, uh, the clock starts ticking on that. That only has a certain life before that finish uh, of that primer can start breaking down. And two things can happen. It can start chalking to the point where it's going to have to absolutely be 100% reprimed before it can even be painted because the uh, the surface breaks down. And if you tried to paint right over the top of very old primered material, it just won't stick the way that it was supposed to. And you're probably going to be looking at a paint failure uh, much sooner than than what you were planning on doing. I mean, it may look great for a couple of years, but then it could start failing pretty quickly and it could be just because of that reason it may only be on one side of the house whatever got whichever exposure caused the deterioration so one of the other spots and this was shown to me by a a good friend of ours that uh, she bought a a condominium one of these more narrow homes that was put on some infill lots and I mean it looked nice a a good looking house and uh, the home inspector did the right thing. He went out there with this this stick with a mirror on it and starts looking underneath that siding edge and up oh, here we go and click click some pictures and became a paragraph in the report that uh, should have been fixed. And what this was is all of the the trim work, those one by four or the five quarter thick or whatever types of material was used on the trim on the outside corners and on the uh, the bottom of of window, uh, the, the horizontal piece, the, the, the rail that's on the, the, the trim around a window and that none of that had got painted on the bottom. Uh, so what was there was an exposed raw edge of this fibrous wood siding material that they use for the trim. The one by fours, uh, uh, true wood is one of the, the very popular brands around here. One side of it is smooth and uh, the two edges are smooth, but the face has a kind of a wooden texture to it and comes from the factory fully primed. But if you start reading the instructions on this stuff as you're installing it, every single cut that is made on that. So every board, when they take these 16 foot pieces of this true wood and they cut it to the, you know, 69 and three quarters inches, which is going to be the left side of that uh, window trim that they're going to put around that vinyl window but that that end where the cut was made where we broke that factory finish that is supposed to be primed or at least a little dab of caulking put on it smeared with your finger before you install that because if not that end is just like open cardboard uh, essentially and you've seen this you may have some of this uh, at your, at your house maybe you've got some nice decorative uh, tapered 
columns out in front of your craftsman-style bungalow porch on the front of the house, and you look down at the bottom, and it looks like the wood is all flaring out. It's getting wider at the bottom. It's getting puffy, and you see all these little cracks kind of running up the side about two or three inches. That's probably because the bottom of that material was never sealed to begin with by the painters because it's hard to get underneath there. And the, the people installing it, they sure didn't take the time to do that and seal it the, the way the, the factory's recommending. You say, oh, well, this stuff's just, you know, cheap wood trim and the builder used, you know, you know, crappy stuff to do this and it's falling apart and everything. No, the material was just fine. It just wasn't installed the way the manufacturer intended for it to be installed and sealed and then later painted. Uh, so several people fell down along the way. The builder never told his expectations to the trim sub subcontractors and what he expected them to do. The subcontractors didn't follow the manufacturer's recommendations of what was supposed to be done with the, uh, the, the installation part of that. And then the painters took the shortcuts of just, you know, spraying on over the top or rolling the trim with a little roller or something, but they never got down underneath and then when we get those mornings, like you walk out in your grass, you know, anytime like this middle of this last week and the temperature's down in the 50s and you walk through the grass and the tips of your tennis shoes are getting totally soaked, even though there was no rain overnight, that humidity and stuff that's down there, that evaporates up as it gets warmer outside. Well, it's down there at the same level, uh, ground level like that, where that, uh, that trim is open and it just sucks up that moisture like a sponge and flares out the wood and before you know it, you're, you're out there replacing the bottom, you know, two feet or three feet of that trim, trying to make it look good and uh, patch that in because you can put all the caulking you want in the world on top of that stuff and try to seal it and stop it. But once that uh, starts falling apart, it's, it's, it's done for. So uh, another project for you today is take a walk around the outside of the house. Not only is the sprinkler system hitting any of the siding, but uh, take a look at this uh these areas of the siding with a mirror, those bottom edges and the trim edges and all that, and see if you can maybe uh, make a, a you know a preemptive strike on that and seal that up with some caulking underneath there and get a brush and kind of pat, 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 you know, put some paint on the bottom of that and uh, seal that off so that it doesn't uh, rot from the bottom up or, or get moldy or warp or something like that. So that little bit of maintenance can really help prevent some, uh, some more costly damage and uh, and repairs 208-336-3700 let's hear from you this morning 208-336-3700 what are you working on maybe i can help with joe print we'll be right back on news talk kboi reduce your air conditioning cost with solar tube whole house fans from solar concepts of idaho Whole house fans pull cool, fresh air into your home and push hot, stale air out through the vents in your attic. Whole house fans help eliminate the allergens, bacteria, and odors from your home, creating a healthier, cleaner environment for you and your family. Whole house fans can reduce your air conditioning cost 50 to 90%. Plus, cash incentives and rebates are available. Call Solar Concepts of Idaho today for your free consultation. Solar Concepts has been the trusted choice in the Treasure Valley since 1995, and we're Idaho's only premier SolarTube products dealer. Visit our showroom at 2053 East Fairview in Meridian, schedule a free consultation today, or visit our website to see all of our great energy-saving solutions at solar-concepts.com. 
That's solar-concepts.com. Most people looking at bringing solar energy into their homes do not know there are two types of solar. There's photovoltaic solar panels, which generate electricity, and there is solar thermal that generates hot water. Hot water, you ask? Yes. If you can generate hot water with sun power, you don't need to pay a utility company for that energy. And if you have an all-electric home, that is a bunch of PV panels that you will not need to buy. There's also a lot of bad information circulating about solar, and many say it cannot work for us here in Idaho. Want to know the truth and not the hype so you can decide for yourself? Want an honest assessment and quote and not a sales and financing pitch? Call and talk to Carl Simpson at Renewable Energy Northwest LLC. Carl offers a free solar site visit where he will evaluate your home and lifestyle and discuss with you your options. 208-577-6537 or visit RenewableEnergyNWLLC.com. Also follow Renewable Energy Northwest LLC on Facebook. 208-577-6537. Roofs that have a very low amount of slope or maybe are even totally flat prove to be quite the challenge over time. Ice and snow in the winter and the baking sun of the summer will dry out membranes and coatings, resulting in cracks and then leaks. Precision Single Ply is the leader in repair and replacement of low slope and flat roofs. They have the most up-to-date products and flashing techniques to provide your structure with a quality, leak-free roof that, well, you can forget about again over time. They also offer annual inspection services to preemptively spot issues and repair them before they develop into bigger, more expensive problems. Precision Single Ply is looking for people to join their team of installers. And you can earn while you learn. If you need help with a low sloping or flat roof or are looking for a career in the roofing trade, call Precision Single Ply, 208-939-9979. That's 208 208- 939-9979. If you are looking to buy, sell, or tap into your equity, take a few minutes to visit with Terry Hefner and his team of professionals at Guild Mortgage. The local market has changed dramatically in recent years, and working with a pro that understands these conditions is critical. Terry and his team have been helping Idaho homeowners for nearly 30 years. Before you make any financial moves that involve your home, call Terry Hefner. Terry is a native Idahoan and is a second-generation real estate professional. When you work with Guild, you support a business that is passionate about our local economy. The Hefner Group at Guild Mortgage wants to create a positive loan experience and help you make the most informed decisions you can, especially for first-time home buyers. There is a lot of confusing information out there, so let Terry Hefner help you. Call 208-599-8500 or visit terryhefner.com. Terry Hefner. NMLS 95796, company NMLS number 3274. Guild Mortgage is an equal housing lender. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk KBOI. So you saw it this week, huh? You actually saw what we were talking about, Tara? Oh, I don't hear you. You must be off. There, there you are. There we go. Yeah. You said you're in my head. Yeah. What What did you see? What? Um, a painting company van driving past me, and I noticed their RCE number painted on the side of the van. Good. Good. They're doing it the right way. Wasn't looking for it. I just noticed it. And you noticed that it said RCE number. Yes. It did not say license. Right. That's good. That's what every single contractor is required 
by Idaho state law, if you are a registered contractor, you receive an RCE number and you are to proudly display that on any solicitation for business. It's a way of ensuring your customer that you are in compliance with the law. So yes, a, a decorated vehicle or something that has a phone number or a website address or a QR code or just the nice graphics and the company colors, somewhere on that vehicle in plain sight, you know, if it's the back end, if you're trying to sell somebody while they're stuck behind you in traffic, that's where it should be, or on each side. You can have it on, you know, three sides of the vehicle if you want, and 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 put that there because there's a uh, there's all too many that uh, do not do that. You'll see that as you look around. And I encouraged uh, listeners of this show, and you you listening right now, I encourage you to do this a few weeks ago. And and some of you have been sending me those images. You're snapping pictures of of vehicles in traffic, or you're you're snapping pictures of billboards, or uh, the the flyer that you found. Uh, thanks, Jerry, for the flyer that you uh, found uh, hanging on your doorknob where uh, people are using uh, the wrong terminology or not doing things that are compliant. So I have ruined you as a as a listener to the show. I have now ruined you because, Tara, you are no longer ignorant as to the law in the state of Idaho. Way to go, Joe. Yes, but now you know. So uh, you know what's what's right and what's wrong and then I was also trying to figure out what RCE stood for. I was trying yes. to remember what it stood for. Registered entity. Uh, registered contracting or contractor entity. RCE. Yes, yes. It, it just means that the the business has registered with the state. I got the registered part. Yeah, right. yeah that's what that. it is. It's an RCE number. Uh, now, if you see a plumber or an electrician or an HVAC professional, you won't see RCE. You may see LIC and then the pound symbol or license number because they truly are licensed. So yeah, keep sending those in. I'm building a, just a little database of, of proof, you know, like if I, if I ever do get the chance to talk to our legislatures or the, uh, the people at the contractors, uh, uh, department of occupational licensing that, um, issues these registration numbers and all that, I, I'd like to have a, you know, a, a binder or something full of these where I can say, here's the examples of, of misuse. Let's, let's, we can do better. We can do better. Let, what, what do we got to do? What do we got to do? So yeah, keep sending those to me. Uh, either uh, send those images via maybe Facebook messenger to me or to uh, uh, the home fix radio show on Facebook or my email address, Joe at joeprin.com or uh, text it to me. You'll find my phone number, at uh, joeprin.com, the uh, the home fix website there. So uh, yeah, keep keep sending that stuff in. Uh, so yeah, sorry to make you look at things that you probably don't want to look at, Tara. But now you know. Now you know. Uh, bouncy floors. I, I received this conversation uh, question from someone about uh, about three weeks ago, and I just never got to it. So I, I want to address this. They were saying that they're. Their new house that they they moved into, and I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this. They they walk across the uh, open space of this opened up floor plan, and as they walk across the living room floor, it feels a little bit bouncy. Kind of feels like you know the surface of a trampoline a little bit, and uh, you know not that's that, that's a big exaggeration. I'm sure you know, but it it, it feels bouncy. You can stand there and kind of jump up and down on it. It feels bouncy. It's not like, you know, standing out on your driveway and jumping up and down where it's real solid. And, uh, they said that they had that, uh, decorative 
cabinet over there that their uh, their television sits on and the thing wiggles every time somebody walks through the room the, the, this big tv just kind of wiggles and you know china hutches rattle and and, and stuff and uh, they're saying you know I did, is this house built right is 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 this correct is this just the way things are now and um no not necessarily but but uh the span may be right that is the unsupported distance from point a to point b across that that the span of that floor from you know one wall or whatever to the other side um the materials may be right uh, uh for that the code requirements or the building specifications all of that can be right and within compliance and the floor is still bouncy or soft that that is very very possible and some people say that it's it's actually more comfortable for them to walk on when there is a little bit of this this cushioning movement in a floor uh, and others it just drives them absolutely crazy especially if they ever uh, you know, grew up for a part of their life or their previous home was on a, uh, a slab floor to where it was that solid concrete feel, or it was a, maybe an older house or something that was just, you know, way, and, and I hate to use the term overbuilt, but, uh, it was, it was just much more solid. And what it could be is it could be some of those spans were much shorter and it, it just wasn't a characteristic of that floor. Um, the term, you know, joist, like in when it's used, uh, when you say like a floor joist, um, when I say a joist, that's, that's the term for a piece of structural lumber or an engineered component that, uh, like I was saying, is, is spanning from one side of the room to the other, essentially. Um, it's, it's that piece of framing material that's down there below the, the sheeting, pa- sheathing panels that make up your floor system. Or even like on an out, uh, outdoor deck uh, with decking, um, people complain that their decks are a little bit bouncy. Uh, it's, it's the same thing. You may have the right size joists and all of that, and it still can be a little bit bouncy. So uh, it all has to do with this this span and the uh, the design specifications or the ratings of the the lumber and the engineered components and that. Uh, this this can be changed it can be modified it can be fixed uh, some cases you may want to involve a structural engineer to look at this and determine what the the best way of doing it without maybe overdoing it is uh, you know is any of this movement ever ever good uh, well you know that's maybe interpretable i don't know probably Probably not. I think most of us would rather have something that feels nice and firm underfoot. But uh, depending how the home is built and uh, what it takes to do that, you may be, if you're in a basement, I mean, how would you do that? How would you do that? If the basement is unfinished, could you sister up or put side by side an additional joist next to the ones that are there, doubling the, the width of it and the carrying power? That would take some of the bounce out. If uh, if you wanted to build a wall underneath the middle of it to hold it up, a post and beam system, you could do that in a basement. Uh, you could also do that in a crawl space. You'd have to put some footing or some, some blocks down there that would provide a good solid bearing to the soil. You may have to dig them in a little bit and then cut to fit 
the right uh, the right post going up to a beam or uh, you know, would you want to do that on each and every, you know, joist across the floor? Probably not, but you could put the right size beam under there and, uh, and, and place new posts under there. People, you know, have that done all the time because they just can't stand the, you know, the, the wiggling TV or the rattling China hutch. So all of that can be done. Same thing with decking. You can go back under and add another beam or a series of posts. You can pull up just a few of the decking boards and dig holes and, stick another post in the concrete or on one of those concrete blocks and uh, screw it into the side of the joist or underneath it is better. Not, not in shear, but in compression is probably better. And uh, put the decking back down and get rid of some of the bounce that that's out there. The The deck may feel great when you're out there, but then you get, you know, 12 of your closest friends out there and they're, everybody's moving around and the picnic table is shaking and the, you know, the glasses, the wine glasses are tipping over on the, on the tables and stuff. Cause it's, a little bit, a little bit bouncy. So all of that can be fixed with many different ways. So the, I guess the, the cautionary advice here for this is given the chance that you have, if you are building something now, have that conversation with your builder and say, you know, I'm not so concerned about it in maybe the bedrooms or, you know, back here or something. Cause there's a lot of smaller interior walls, but in some of those larger, more open spaces, uh, if you don't want this to happen, talk to the builder about that and say, how many, you know, is the span on this? Is this going to be bouncy? What would it take to put an extra, you know, one or two pony walls in there or footings and, and the, the, the walls underneath there so that this floor is really nice and solid and any reason why we shouldn't do that? Um, you know, more of those things down there are just nightmares for the heating and cooling people and the plumbers and the electricians to crawl through and get through. But, uh, it can be done. And the same thing if, uh, if you're framing up a deck, you might read that, uh, you know, your floor joists could be two by eights, which can span 10 feet from support to support. And you're going to put a composite lumber, uh, decking on there. Maybe if you can, you go to two by tens or two by twelves rather than two by eights. Or maybe you put them on 12 inch centers rather than on the 16s that it's calling for or 16s instead of 24s. And, make that floor system more solid so it's not all all bouncy and wiggly because it it sure is a lot easier to add a little bit of extra to that those systems when it's being built rather than uh, afterwards and you try to do a corrective repair back with more as we finish up our first hour on the home fix show anything i can help you out with you got that friend that has a problem with their house maybe i can answer or point them in the right direction for what's needed to get that taken care of 208 336-3700 on this Memorial Day weekend. 208-336-3700. I'm Joe Prin. You're listening to Home Fix on News Talk KBOI. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. Don't let your tile grout get the best of you. Call Permatreat and things will get easier for you from here forward. When Permatreat arrives, they will start with a thorough, deep cleaning, and if needed, they can also repair any chipped or missing grout. Then comes the careful application of the Permatreat sealant, the last sealant you will ever need. While you're thinking about this, Permatreat also seals masonry and stone surfaces, backsplashes, patios, driveways, and sidewalks, and tinted or stained concrete. If you want to seal it and keep it stain-free and looking good, call Permatreat now to set up your free quote. 208-895-0000. That's not a typo. 208-895-0000. 
Permatreat is the way to avoid all the scrubbing, scraping, and nasty chemicals of trying to keep your grout lines clean. Imagine all the extra time you'll have, as well as a great-looking tile grout and sealed surfaces. Do you remember that phone number? 208-895-0000 for Permatreat. A garage door tune-up is the most affordable and efficient way to enhance your garage door's operations and lifespan. A tune-up ensures that your door will continue to work properly without any unexpected, inconvenient, or expensive repairs. On average, a garage door is opened and closed five times per day. For some homes, the garage door gets used more than the front door of the house. Garage Door Store Boise has several technicians available now. Yes, right now. If you have a garage door emergency, call and an experienced technician with a well-stocked truck will get you taken care of. To schedule a tune-up, which includes lubrication, adjustments, programming, and safety, safety checks of the springs, cables, hinges, rollers, and opener, call now, 208-514-2871. That's 208-514-2871. By the way, you can always find that number listed on the HomeFix Trusted Resource Directory at joeprin.com. Thinking about a new door or opener? Contact Garage Door Store Boise, tell them you listen to the HomeFix show, and get a quote. Many people say Garage Door Store Boise saved them 30, 40, even 50% of what others told them. Visit garagedoorstoreboise.com or call 208-514-2871. Painting is fun. You get to pick the colors, shop for the paint, get out all your tools and brushes, move furniture and put on your painting clothes and have at it. Seriously, there are a lot of people that enjoy painting and take great pride in what they do, and they do a good job. But sometimes you just want to turn this over to the pro, the painting pro. Brian, Ivy, Toby, and the team of professional painters at The Painting Pro will do a great job, handle all the coordination and details, and get it done quickly. That way, you can move on to your next project. Call The Painting Pro now to schedule your interior or exterior painting project. 208-378-4825. If you need help with color choices, they offer sample applications and consultations. The Painting Pro wants you to be very excited about the new look of your home. Call 208 308- 378-4825 to schedule an appointment for your quote. No painting project is too big or too small for the Painting Pro. 208-378-4825 or visit paintingpro.net to learn more about the best paint job you and your home could hope to have. 208-378-4825 or paintingpro.net. Nothing beats the sounds and smells of a well-worn woodworking shop. There's just something special about it. You know it when you walk in. The same is true for your supplier of quality hardwoods and panels. High Desert Hardwood checks all those boxes. They have a massive selection of properly stored species of multiple thicknesses and widths. Not just a few picked over boards. You can sort and select and take as much time as you wish. Find that perfect board. Vision the end result. Nothing beats putting your hands on the material that will soon be a part of your life. Oh, and yeah, bring your gloves. The team at High Desert Hardwood in Eagle is ready to help you make those projects come to life, whether you are an artistic professional, a seasoned hobbyist, or an inquisitive beginner. Open Monday through Saturday at 1758 East State Street on the east end of Eagle. Or call 208-939-9366. High Desert is for woodworkers and is owned and operated by woodworkers. They understand this is special. Find it at High Desert Hardwood, 1758 East State Street in Eagle. Email your question and Joe will get you an answer. Joe at JoePrin.com. You're listening to The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin on News Talk KBOI. Received an email from uh, Keith just a moment ago. He said he had a, uh, uh, a technician stop by to test his backflow prevention device. Uh, I'm assuming on a sprinkler system. And this te- technician said that he was licensed. And yes, that is true. That is true. Uh, there is a 
specialty license that is very narrowly defined as part of uh, plumbing codes and uh, technology and that that a person can test for to acquire this license. Many sprinkler system installers and people that do uh, the seasonal blowouts or the startups on the systems or make repairs uh, uh, test and get themselves uh, this so that they can legally do that. So yes, that is a very narrow and specialty license, but that, that is true. That is there. Uh, that, that is part of what is required in the state of Idaho. Um, here's one for you. Um, a person asked me about if I knew, and I, I get this question all the time. Do you know an honest, reliable, and affordable handyman? Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Um, so let, let's take those three things and break those down a little bit. And maybe if, what, what if you could only have two of those, Tara, (laughs) would you want honest and reliable or would you want reliable and affordable or would you want honest and affordable and maybe not the reliable, you know, it's a, which one of those would you want? Well, honesty is probably one of the, the two without question. I mean, you don't want somebody that's, that's going to rip you off or do something dishonest because that would end up costing you probably a lot more money. And obviously uh, you don't want that, but you also want somebody that while they're in your home, you you can trust them to be there and stuff. So, you know, honesty is good. What about the reliable? Um, Usually the people that can stick to schedules and deliver on their promises or show up on time, you know, fall into that reliable category, but that can also be for skills and stuff. They're reliable when they say they can do something, they actually can. Um, so it, it could be more than that. When they say they're going to be done by a certain time, they would be. The, uh, that could be one definition of reliable. Um, affordable, that's where it can get a little sticky. Um, boy, that one's really open because what's affordable for one person may be you know, totally unaffordable for, for other people. Uh, that, could, that can mean different things, you know, for, for different people and situations. So if you're looking strictly for an hourly wage, uh, that can be pretty dangerous because what one person can do in one hour, maybe the next person can do in 40 minutes and three or four projects, it adds up. So do you want to pay somebody, you know, five hours at $35 an hour, or would you rather pay somebody else four hours at, you know, $50 an hour. I don't know. You know, you have to look at that. So just comparing an hourly wage, I don't think is a good way to look at what's affordable. Um, that's why I always say, you know, if you have a list of things, maybe review it with the person and ask them to project how long it would take to get all this done and what the total cost would be uh, for these repairs. And then you have to decide if that's if it's a good value for you. Uh, you know, is it worth this price to get all of these things done? And by the way, are you reliable and uh, are you an honest person? Uh, that's where those personal references or references from your friends or maybe people like me on this show can uh, come into play for that. Hey, we'll be back after the news with the second hour of today's Home Fix show, 208-336-3700. If you want to be first up after the news here on News Talk KBOI. Sometimes things are just not in the right place. That outlet should be over there, and that switch is on the wrong side of the door. Or why did they not put a light here? 
Sounds like you need Dave at Consumer Electric and Cable. Dave is a master of putting electrical items where you need them. He can add in under-cabinet lighting, install the new ultra-thin LED ceiling lights where you need them, and even put in a whole house surge protector to protect your expensive electronic items. There's only one way Dave does things, the right way. So if you want quality work at a very fair price, as well as a really nice guy, call Consumer Electric and talk to Dave. Oh, and if you started working from home and have set up a home office, make sure you have the proper power sources for all your equipment. What can you use a licensed electrician for? Talk to Dave and let him take care of it the right way. Consumer Electric and Cable, 208-939-8333. 208-939-8333. That's 208-939-8333. This is a podcast of The Home Fix Show with Joe Prince. Good morning to you on this Memorial Day weekend. Welcome to The Home Fix Show. I'm Joe Prin, and this is the program, if you're just joining us, maybe for the first time, or maybe need that reminder, this program where we uh, talk about home repairs and improvements and the how-to and doing it yourself and perhaps hiring somebody to help you out. What questions do you ask? What materials are needed, tools, any of the other technicalities of getting some things done, maybe an easier way to get from you know, the starting point to the end result and building our confidence and learning how to do new things and take on new skills and dive into stuff that we've never done before. And you're not the only one. A lot of people have done whatever it is that you are facing and we can learn from them. We've got great professionals that listen to this show and uh, uh, chime in with either email inputs to me uh, during the show if I can get to them. But if it's urgent, call in, call in because uh, I don't want to miss your your great comments. Every now and then, I'll get that email, you know, after the show that, hey, that person that called in about this, uh, here, here's all they've got to do. Well, it doesn't do us any good then because I don't have any way to tell them. So uh, don't hesitate to call into the show, 208-336-3700. Yeah, but Joe, I work for a competitor to one of your advertisers. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> You're the one with the knowledge and stuff. Call in and let's let's talk about it, 208 336-3700 is how you reach us on the show. Emails can go to joe at joeprin.com, and that's also where you can find my resource list available to you free of charge uh, at joeprin.com, P-R-I-N. Uh, that's where you find the names and phone numbers of people that I recommend. Yeah, 208-336-3700 to join us on the show today. Uh, when we were talking about the bouncy floors and and decking as well as inside our house, uh, kind of reminded me that you know this is that time of year where a lot of people are diving into deck building. In that, as school gets out, maybe some of their their uh, their their kids are <laughs> available for a little more uh, labor, should we say, rather than uh, when when they're in. Oh, I got to go to school. I don't want to do work on the deck, but uh, maybe they can help out in the backyard in that built building a backyard uh, outdoor living area or decking uh, whether it's you know ground level or a second story or something those are those are great projects uh, not a whole lot of ultra fancy tools are involved or you know very tricky trim cuts and things like that it can be a pretty straightforward project i love building decks for for people because it all of a sudden it just ex- expanded their their life it expanded, gave them this these outdoor areas and that would give them, you know, greater living space. It's like you you added, you know, square footage to the house by doing this, and and you'd know that you were 
enhancing their their enjoyment of their home or the time that they got to spend out there they could now maybe entertain a little bit differently or they could have maybe some backyard parties or that or just spend more quiet time outside and under the shade of a a nearby tree or something and just reading and you know drinking some iced tea or something uh the you know backyard decks were always fun to build and and front ones too you know maybe some front porches and that but over all of those uh those projects that that i ever did for folks over the years the one thing that uh, we seem to have the most problem with uh, was the substructure of, of these decks you know it's it's easy to make make the tops look good and handrails and stuff like that but uh, engineering and building those substructures that was always a little bit tricky you know the the posts and the beams and the joists like we were talking about and interconnecting all that and getting it all laid out and square and true and flat and uh, whatever was needed there was always you know those challenges with height uh, maybe the deck was going to be too close to the ground or maybe it was going to be too high up and we, you know we really didn't want to put handrails on it but because of uh, code reasons the the outside edge was too high off the ground and you know you're required to do that um, you know too close to the ground and everything was going to you know get rotted away prematurely and too high we had to build a lot of steps and handrails and, and things um, I remember on this one deck that was really really huge and it was it was pretty close to the ground so we felt that uh, you know using a pressure treated material for the joist was a good call because uh, it, it, it was engineered to be you know in direct contact with the ground and not rot out and all that uh, um, and we we also did not trust the uh, uh, the span ratings that were published uh, by the the pressure treated uh, lumber industry because past experience with pressure treated lumber taught us it's not nearly as strong as as a dried framing lumber is or even a good grade of of redwood so we really cut everything down to uh, short spans on this thing um, we used you know redwood four by four posts either in concrete or sitting on top of blocks and uh, used two by six pressure treat on each side bolted through these posts, uh, you know, with some nice bolts. That was before we had these nice torque screws that we can use today. And we had rows and rows of these posts and beams, and uh, they were connected uh, with perpendicular floor joists hung on uh, joist hangers. Um, looking back on that now, we probably should have used the uh, stainless steel nails that we learned with the uh, the pressure treat and all that. But th- this whole thing was just, it, it was a big mistake. I mean, we just learned so many bad things that we did wrong with this we found out that the uh the finished deck would i mean it looked great at first I mean, it looked absolutely wonderful but it wasn't too long into the life and later in the even in the first year in the summer that uh this deck b- developed these humps in some places or low spots where it was kind of sagging a little bit or these like uh, it's almost like speed bumps where the beams were and what it was was the pressure treated material that we had used had uh, different moisture contents and as it dried out some of that stuff shrunk uh, more than others and it really really showed up on this this large flat surface that we created so we had to rework you know several large sections of this deck and nobody was really happy about it. the customer was mad at us and we were mad at the product and uh, you know so I, I think today if I were doing this all over again uh, I'd be building decks uh, much different than what I did in the past and or designing them and and that and 
and how I would build them for into the future, um, I would really, really seriously consider perhaps the use of some of the steel floor joisting that uh, some of the deck companies and manufacturers offer. Um, it's not all that new of a thing. They've been out for about 20 some years, but they just haven't become the common accepted way of framing a deck around here, around, uh, you know, Idaho because of the cost and the availability that we have and the proximity to, uh, more of the, uh, the structural lumber materials. But if you think about it, the, the steel framing systems, they, they can't warp. They don't shrink. Uh, they are protected from rust. They are coated or anodized and, um, and can be even treated further from that. Um, they're, they're very stable, uh, but they do take some different tools to work with them, and there is a learning curve for a contractor or, you know, the homeowner that's working on these to uh, get used to using them and and how they work. But uh, I, I feel that that may outweigh some of the problems with a uh, a wooden support structure. And there's a there's another really good argument to be made uh, for a a much better designed. Uh, substructure, you know, and, and this is a hard thing to accept, you know, it's spending a lot of time and money on something that you don't see. When, and it, All right, we'll hit that when we come back after the break, because I want to tell you a couple thoughts on that. What are you working on today? Anything I can help with? Call in right now. Let's talk about what you are working on or what uh, maybe something you learned that you want to share with Another listener to the show today. Love to hear from you today. I know it's a Memorial Day weekend, but you can still grab your phone. Let's talk. I'm in the studio waiting to speak with you. I'm Joe Prin. You're listening to Home Fix 208-336-3700. Back after these messages from the people who make this show possible each and every Saturday morning. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back. On News Talk KBOI. It looks like magic when you watch it happen. Those sinking sections of your concrete patio, driveway, or sidewalk just lift themselves up and back into place. Actually, the magic is performed by Go Green Concrete Lifting. They have innovative and economical solutions to common problems like sinking and shifted unlevel concrete slabs. These areas create trip hazards and drainage problems. Let's get this fixed as soon as possible and Go Green Concrete Lifting is here to help out. Incredibly strong foam is carefully injected under the slab and as it expands, it lifts the concrete back into position. No busting out the old concrete, placing new concrete and hoping it matches somewhat. And the best part, it costs a whole lot less than new concrete and can be done in just a few hours. They also have a coating for driveways to protect and extend the life of the concrete from salt and ice melter. Call Go Green at 208-912-0028. Again, that's 208-912-0028 or visit GoGreenInsulation.com to learn more. Most people looking at bringing solar energy into their homes do not know there are two types of solar. There's photovoltaic solar panels, which generate electricity, and there is solar thermal that generates hot water. Hot water, you ask? Yes. If you can generate hot water with sun power, you don't need to pay a utility company for that energy. And if you have an all-electric home, that is a bunch of PV panels that you will not need to buy. There's also a lot of bad information circulating about solar, and many say it cannot work for us here in Idaho. Want to know the truth? 
about the hype so you can decide for yourself? Want an honest assessment and quote and not a sales and financing pitch? Call and talk to Carl Simpson at Renewable Energy Northwest LLC. Carl offers a free solar site visit where he will evaluate your home and lifestyle and discuss with you your options. 208-577-6537 or visit RenewableEnergyNWLLC.com. Also follow Renewable Energy Northwest LLC on Facebook. 208-577-6537. Garage season is just around the corner. Okay, it's always garage season, but warm weather does mean more interaction with this stuff in your garage. Gardening and lawn care tools, bicycles, outdoor sporting equipment, and more, all need a safe and convenient place. Storage Evolution can help you store the smallest of items, design workbenches, and figure out how to take care of the bigger items like wheelbarrows and your snow tires. Reclaim some of that precious floor space, all while not hurting yourself or your cars, taking things in and out of the garage. Storage Evolution will help you create a customized plan that will meet your current and future storage needs because these innovative systems adapt as your needs change. Estimates are free and the installation is fast and professionally done. And these products have a lifetime warranty. Contact them for the garage storage system you'll love tomorrow and long into the future. Call Storage Evolution at 208-515-3575 or visit GarageSolutionsBoise.com for photos and more ideas. Homeowner's insurance is often not appreciated or understood until you need it. It is one of those things that you know you must have but really are not that familiar with. I mean, who wants to read page after page of that very small print? Brett Murphy does. It's his job. Brett Murphy with Boise River Insurance is local and independent, so he can work to find you what fits your needs the best. Your house may have gone up significantly in value, and you need to be sure that your coverage has kept up with it. Has your agent made sure that you are covered? Do you even know who your agent is? If it is time for a face-to-face sit-down review, Brett Murphy would like to help you out. He will answer the questions. If you need to select your homeowner's insurance, talk to Brett and have him find you the best possible coverage and cost. Brett is available to talk with you, regardless of who you get your insurance from. 208-949-2222 or email brett at boiseriverinsurance.com. 208-949-2222. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KVOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk KVOI. So in essence, as we uh, talk about building decks, something to consider, um, the industry has done a fairly good job creating products designed for longevity, uh, ease of care, ease of maintenance, durability, uh, all the cosmetics that we could ever want and color choices and textures and all of that stuff. And, and some of these things are backed by warranties of multiple years and even decades and stuff. But a lot of it is being installed over a traditional wooden substructure and while the decking might hold up just fine it's what's underneath it that is you know in some cases when some of this stuff came out you know years ago now some of these wooden substructures are 20 25 30 years old and and they're the part that's giving out the decking still might be just fine so uh, we need to question putting you know, a 25, 35, 50 year product 
over something that uh, the structure itself may not last that long. So anything we can do when we're building these these substructures to add additional longevity uh, to them uh, should be taken into account and ex- extra effort made to uh, try to make that happen. Um, it's just something to consider. You know, I would design and build a deck today, like I said, much, much different than I, I, I did even, you know, 15, 20 years ago for sure, because, um, there, there, and here's some, here's something else, um, composite lumber for decking or the, you know, the hundred percent plastic decking, the PVC stuff, it still only makes up, uh, somewhere between 50 and 20, maybe some are even arguing up to 25% of the total decking market it's it's not that uh it's not that prevalent yet um people kind of the the wood look that that wood feel is is what a lot of people still still like and for different reasons but redwood is is getting very difficult and it has been for a while it's it's hard to find in the appearance grades that that we remember uh from from years ago it's also hard to get it in some of the preferred lengths that we like to work with and at prices that people are willing to pay for it. Uh, it, it spiked, you know, tremendously uh, high uh, when, when there were certain material shortages and trucking problems and all of that. And with environmental concerns and all that, uh, a lot of the redwood industry has, has changed quite a bit, not only in availability, but even the quality is, is very hit and miss unless you're, you happen to have, you know, an in to a supplier or something that has some sort of prefer- preferential contract with, uh, the mills or the, the forests or whatever that they can buy things more direct from the, the, the quality, even within a, a particular grade can vary greatly because uh, redwood is not rated uh, necessarily as as much structurally as as you might think. It's more more cosmetic for that. But there are there are structural ratings for some of it. But uh, so be, because of this alone, uh, even cedar is becoming a a possible choice for many wood decks, and especially in different parts of, of our country. In that, it has the same beneficial characteristics of redwood, uh, redwood and cedar and uh, what is it, cypress and a couple other ones have this cellular nature to them that the the base elements of their, their cells that make them up make them very water resistant when other woods don't have that. Um, it, it, as, as you go further east in our country, pressure-treated lumber dominates the uh, the decking industry and it's it's like 60% of the total market because it's easy to get it holds up pretty well uh you know they've they've gotten past a lot of the the chemical issues that made some of these things a little bit well not a little bit a lot dangerous and uh undesirable and stuff so if you think that like 60% of the national decking market is is treated lumber and then say 15 to 20 percent, or just let's just say 15 percent is the the composites, the plastics, the those types of materials. Then you know it's still leaving about a quarter of the market, which is is an actual just a wood product, which you know could be several several different kinds of wood: redwood, cedar, fir, pine, spruce, any of that stuff. Uh, we just have to think, you know, what what's going to hold up 
the best. So if, if, if you're thinking about building and, and designing and building a deck this summer, um, I think you really should, if you haven't done this already, start shopping for and stockpiling the necessary lumber for your deck. You may go down to the home center. I mean, you may go to Lowe's or Home Depot or something, and uh, here they just got a brand new, you know, bunk of, of two by six redwood in, and man, it looks good. And it's this one length and, well, maybe that's not the length I want or what I need, but man, that looks good. Or, or, you know, Hey, they don't, they don't have anything today. So I'm going to wait until the next shipment comes in or the same thing at your lumber yards and stuff or places that may actually let you look through the material in that. Uh, you may want to pick out some of this, this stuff and, and have it just so that, uh, you're not, you're not caught in that situation that, uh, the, the weekend that you want it, you order it the week before and you just have to take what, whatever you get. Uh, that's especially true if there's any very specific desired lengths that you want. I, I remember that when I sold lumber for Boise Cascade out of the, the store at uh, 6909 Fairview, which isn't even there anymore, uh, became BMC West and became and became and became, I don't know, they've changed the name so many times. But um, when I was selling that for, for Boise Cascade, you know, we used to stock 8s, 10s, 12s, 14s, 16s, 18s, and even 20-foot uh, pieces of redwood. So when somebody wanted to design a deck and they wanted the boards to go all the way from one end to the other without any, uh, without any breaks in it, we could do that. If they wanted 12-foot floor joists or 14s or whatever it was, we could do that, uh, you know, on those, on those standard lengths. That's... That's not the way it is anymore. <laughs> that just that just doesn't exist. So th- that again is one of the things that these uh, these composite products offer. Is a lot of them are available in twelves and sixteens and uh, very consistent like that. But uh, that random length covering of a a wood deck that's pretty much what you're you're going to be faced with with doing now. And and we've also done that for for many many years too because maybe your deck is you know it's twenty three feet long. And so you put down a 16-footer, then you cut the next one off the 16-footer and use that, take the remnant from the previous cut, take that to the other end, and and just uh, try to stagger the joints so you don't have them lining up on the, on the same joist uh, as you're doing that. So um, one of the things you might consider, too, if you're building uh, this outdoor living area, you know, take a look at some of the other things that are being done with, you know, fire pits and pizza ovens and all this stuff, uh, integrating some of that into it or reaching out into the lawn areas a little more than just the, the traditional kind of rectangle or square. You know, let's curve some things up. Let's have some fun with it a little bit. Do some different shapes and things because a mixed surface, uh, you know, as part of your outdoor living area, you can do this for, for several reasons, but maybe you have the the wood deck or the composite deck for, for that certain feel that that gives that sound, that feel that stepping up from ground level a little bit and, or the elevation there of, of that, that may be good for part of it. Um, another, or to create an, an elevated portion, just to break up the, maybe the flatness of your backyard. But, uh, another part of this outdoor area could be textured or tinted concrete or, Maybe even a tile or something that's that's applied out there the right way so that it doesn't all pop off the next winter. Uh, you could even have blocks or pavers or a walkway going from one zone to another. You know, mix it up in in these different appearances because uh, creating these zones in the space, like 
a cooking zone, like over here is where the, the cooking takes place. So maybe the surface that's under the grills, and, and that is a lot different than what uh, is maybe under the seated conversation zone that you create or the eating zone where the picnic table and all the chairs are going to be, you know, scraping across and people sitting in there. Or maybe you've got kind of a stand-up zone where everybody just kind of leans on a little wall that's built there with, you know, flowers on top of it or a storage area or something. So uh, you can have fun with, with a lot of this. And when you mix things up like that, you may not need as much of one particular material. So it could test your skill levels or, you know, you do three things. You do a block patio, you do a concrete patio, you do a, a deck. You you may have three different contractors involved in that and then bring in outdoor lighting or, or maybe some uh, water service somewhere out on there. Uh, maybe plumbers are needed or electricians or something. You can obviously take this as far as you want, but uh, let's consider building substructures that are going to last as long as the uh, the products that we plan on putting on top of them. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. Pollen and allergy season is underway, and one of the things you can do to help is to keep fresh filters in your furnace and air conditioning system. High-efficiency filters will help catch the things that make you sneeze and your eyes itch. Plus, when there's smoke in the air from wildfires, your furnace filters will help with this also. At the Air Filter Superstore, they have the right filters in the right size at the right price right now. And lots of them. They are never out of stock, and custom sizes can be built while you wait. Call ahead, and they'll have your order ready for pickup. Mention you listen to the Home Fix Show when placing your order and save an additional $2. As an additional service, the Air Filter Superstore can deliver your filters to your house and even install them for you. Just ask. The Air Filter Superstore is at 3825 East Lanark, one block east of DeMeyer Furniture near Franklin and Eagle Road. Online ordering is at airfiltersidaho.com. Call or text 208-672-1323. The Air Filter Superstore, 208-672-1323. If you could shrink yourself down and crawl through your ductwork, I think you'd be surprised to see what you've been breathing. It's amazing what collects in there. Makes me want to sneeze just thinking about it. Dirty ductwork can cause allergy issues and can make for more house cleaning. If this just motivated you to get your ducts cleaned, System Clean is who you want to do it. They have professional duct cleaning tools and the years of experience to clean your ducts properly. Unfortunately, there are other companies out there that think cleaning your ducts is no big deal, and it shows in their work. That's not what System Clean is all about. Proper, high-power, effective, and complete duct cleaning while respecting your home sets System Clean apart from the rest. System Clean does duct cleaning right. Call System Clean today and schedule an appointment. 208-884-3300. 208-884-3300. System Clean. 208-884-3300. And be sure to ask for the Home Fix listener discount. System Clean. 208-884-3300. Some people call it the candy store or the toy store. Some call it group therapy. We call it Woodcraft. In the Overland Park Shopping Center at Cole and Overland, Woodcraft is here to be what you need it to be. It is a tool store with the finest and most comfortable cordless and power tools known to the industry. It is a specialty hardware store where all the fasteners, hinges, mechanisms, and workbench magic can be found. It is a classroom where you can learn from experienced teachers to be a better woodworker. And it's a lumberyard with the things you can't find at a lumberyard. 
But also, it is, well, it's just a fun place to be the craftsperson, maker, or professional you want to be. Put some time into your schedule to stop into Woodcraft. Let our like-minded staff answer questions or point you in the right direction. They embrace the workshop beginners and help the seasoned professionals. What do you want to make? Chances are, Woodcraft can help. In the Overland Park Shopping Center at Cole and Overland. I might sound like I'm nagging you now and then, but here's a reminder that it's a good idea to get a second opinion. If you've been told by a salesperson that you need a new furnace for any reason, please get a second opinion from Heating Equipment Company, a sponsor of the Home Fix Show, before you commit to anything. All too often, the panic of not having a furnace takes over the rational decision-making of finding out exactly what is going on. Many times, the professional technicians at Heating Equipment Company can repair your furnace, no matter the brand, for much less than a new furnace. Now, don't get me wrong. There are times when a new furnace is necessary. And if that is the case for you, trust Heating Equipment Company, a Lennox Premier dealer to present you with several choices of award-winning Lennox products so you can get what's right for you. Don't settle for anything less than a fully informed decision. Call Heating Equipment Company today at 208-459-2212 or visit them online at heatingequipmentcompany.com. Ladies, if um someone in your home thinks they know what they're doing, better call Joe immediately. 208-336-3700. Call soon. Everything's under control. No problem here. This is the Home Fix Show with Joe Prin on News Talk KBOI. And let's go to those phone calls. Let's speak with Mark in Nampa first. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Joe. How are you doing today? Doing good. Thanks for calling. Hey, you betcha. <clears throat> yeah, I've got a couple of problems. I've got... Uh, some pitting going on in my driveway. It's about a one square foot area. And uh, I don't know what to do about that, but I want to do something because I know my father-in-law's driveway is in pretty bad shape, and I don't want mine to get that way. Yeah, and I'd like to think that uh, we, we can stop this from happening. It's, uh, it's called spalling, and for those others that may not be as familiar with this we we've all seen this where that nice finished surface of of patios sidewalks driveways in particular um it it looks like part of it just popped off and it's exposing the rougher aggregate that's just down below the surface of that that finish uh broomed concrete of the driveway right well on mine um I mean, I don't know. It just looks like somebody took little marble-sized divots out. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, so there was a large, yeah, there was a large bubble in there uh, as the concrete was being placed and worked, and uh, it just it oh. literally, literally just popped. Um, yeah, we definitely want to, you know, blow those out with an air hose or wash them out and let them dry and... Uh, you can fill those up individually with a little bit of the uh, vinyl concrete patch uh, that's made for exterior use. It's got binders and uh, stuff in it. Uh, some of them even have a a little bit of a hydraulic capability. If you see that on the name, it says hydraulic patching cement that uh, when you pack it in there, it expands a little bit and will actually tighten up and uh, you can... 
uh, brush finish that on the top as it's curing with a paintbrush and kind of blend it in a little bit. And uh, those are good oh. to fill. Those are good to fill those in because in the wintertime, if we get uh, water in there that freezes, it's like the ice cube in the old ice cube trays. Exactly. Yeah. That may enlarge or be the start of uh, what could become a crack. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 my main concern right there. Yeah. Okay. Well, I will uh, <clears throat> probably head uh, head out to Home Depot maybe tomorrow or Monday and see what they've got. Yeah, yeah, no, they've definitely got that. You can go back over to where they sell all the masonry products and where the tubes of crack filling material and all that stuff, and just look for a you know either a, a hydraulic patching cement or even just vinyl concrete patch. If it's just little small ones like you say, like marbles, just the the vinyl concrete yeah. patch works. You, you mix it up to where it's a little bit thicker and just poke some of that down in there and scrape it off with a putty knife. And as the surface starts hardening up, like I say, a little paintbrush you don't care about anymore and some water and just kind of feather out the right. edges and it, it'll be great. Okay. Excellent. Okay. All right. And then on my, on my back patio, we have a paper patio mm-hmm. and I've got ants coming up through it. Oh yeah. They love that. With little piles of sand, you know, it's like, seriously, you're making a mess. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, they're also doing some damage underneath there because uh, they are aerating underneath right. those pavers. They, they love that sand that's under driveways and walkways and patios, especially the paver ones, because it's, uh, it's so easy to dig out. It's dry. It makes great little tunnels where they can uh, have all their babies right. and everything. And um, right. uh, eventually you could, uh, you know, cause a little bit of settling or sinkage because that they're removing that soil or that sand from underneath there, so it's it's hollowing it out a little yeah. bit. Um, yeah. What, what have you tried on them? Um, well, I, I keep spraying, you know, the ranch, ranch or uh, roach and ant spray on them and stuff like that, and then yeah. I'll take my foot and rub it right there on the hole, you know, so yeah. it kind of packs it in there a little bit. But all they do is find a new location. Well, and and all you're doing there is you're uh, you're, you're taking out some of the workers, uh, the ones that are right. you know the the shovelers, the diggers. They're the ones up there on the surface. Yeah. Uh, we, we we need to get further than that. One of the uh, I guess the environmentally little more responsible ways to do it, and and we just want to push them out and maybe make them go somewhere else. I mean, every every creature has a purpose, you know, whether it's bird food or they, they actually have some purpose in life. But, uh, you know, if they're getting in your way, the other thing is just boil a big pot of hot water and, uh, you know, take that out there in a watering can or something and just douse them with the hot water. That, that uh, high-temperature water will soak down where your foot and your sprays can't go, and, and that'll knock them out too, as well as the ones that you don't see that are down there working underneath. And that's a pretty oh, okay. effective way to get rid of them is just dump a bunch of boiling water on them and, uh, okay. you know, just keep pushing them out that way. And uh, that seems to work, right, work, right. work pretty good on them. Okay. I will do that. Yeah. And that's a lot All cheaper right. than those cans of, uh, you know, that other spray. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Hot water is going to be just, right. as, just as effective. All right. Well, thank you for the advice. I appreciate it. Yeah. You bet, Mark. Head out to Home Depot and get some of that uh, concrete patch because 
Like yeah. I say, it's only in about a one square foot area right now, and I don't want it to get worse. Well, and take a look too at uh, at your slabs. Do you, do you have any cracking going on anywhere? Because right when you're in that same part I of the yeah, take a look at uh, at some of the the liquid crack filler, the self leveling filler that comes in the caulking gun tubes. Um, mm-hmm. You know, even some of those little holes, you could even fill with that. <laughs> you could just take the caulking gun tube and just kind of fill that hole up, just squirt it full of stuff, and and let that harden off on top. Uh, you know, that works pretty good too. But um, right, yeah, right. any of those cracks should also be sealed for the same reasons. You don't want moisture getting in there, freezing and pushing it away, or that's where the ants come up too. Yeah, I haven't seen ants come up through there because this is on you know in the front, but yeah. It's it's a, it's a it's got the whole corner of the driveways cracked. Yeah, all the way across from the driveway or from the garage door, all the way to the edge of the concrete. You know, edge of the driveway is cracked. Mm. Yeah, if uh, you know, so that that could be a settling issue there. There there was a lot of moisture there, or bad ground prep. You know, something happened. The base wasn't solid enough, and it gave way. Uh, if if areas have actually sunk, they can be lifted. Uh, Go Green Concrete Lifting does that, where they drill a, a hole, I think it's five-eighths of an inch round, and they stick a nozzle in there and inject a exterior expanding foam underneath there, and it lifts it up and uh, stabilizes it okay. again, and then they can uh, route out that crack and put the commercial-grade fillers in there, and you won't have a problem with it again, and it'll save you replacing the driveway. Okay, all right. So that that's uh, Go Green installation, go, you say? Uh, go Green Concrete Lifting. It's the same company, same phone number, same company. Just tell them you, but it's uh, yeah, Go Green Concrete Lifting. If you want to search them online, you can see some videos of the process and the cutaways of what it looks like underneath there as this stuff does its magic and uh, works really good. Right. T- tell them you listen to the Home Fix Show. They always uh, take that into consideration. Give our listeners a little break on the okay. cost. Yeah. Okay. All right. Excellent. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for calling in, Mark. It's good to hear that the uh, the phone lines are working today. <laughs> we are kind of wondering there, so uh, you can be next. Grab your phone and punch in 208-336-3700. We'll be back with more here on News Talk KBOI. The Home Fix Show with Joe Brin. We'll be right back. On News Talk KBOI. Cleaning up around the house is easier when you choose the carpet cleaning company voted the best for the last four years, Zero Res. And it's more than just carpets. Zero Res cleans furniture, upholstery, and area rugs, as well as outdoor patio furniture cushions. And don't forget about cleaning your hard floors like tile or wood. These floors are actually harder to maintain than carpet, and a professional cleaning by Zero Res will make them look bright and clean once again. ZeroRes has the cleaning knowledge, techniques, and tools for every situation and cleaning challenge. And for all this, the thing that makes ZeroRes different from everyone else? Patented ZeroRes water, which does a better job breaking down dirt and grime to get carpets and floors cleaner while not leaving behind a sticky residue like detergent cleaners do. Book your next appointment online at ZeroResBoise.com or call 208 208- 383-1000. That's 208-383-1000 for Zero Res. Replacing your roof doesn't happen every day, and that's a good thing, right? Maybe this is the first time you've ever faced this, or since the last time you've had to do this, a lot has changed. Today's roofing shingles can last 35, 45, even 50 years or more. 
Get the roofing information and experienced advice you need from the Home Fix recommended roofing company, CF Construction. Craig will visit your home and prepare a complete and accurate quotation for you. If you need to get your insurance company involved, not a problem. CF Construction works at the mall and will be your advocate in getting you the best roof possible for your home. But what about scheduling? Yes, this is tricky right now, but CF Construction has been here before and knows how to make this as quick and easy as possible for you. Many customers comment on how fast and professionally Craig and his team made things happen. Take the worry and stress out of getting a new roof. Just get in touch with CF Construction, 208-921-1445. That's 208-921-1445 for your new roof from CF Construction. Water damage can cost thousands of dollars to repair. One way to prevent this is rain gutters, the most overlooked and least expensive addition to your home. Rain gutter systems move water away from your home, reducing the risk of a flooded basement, crawl space, damaged siding, fascia, and soffits. Recently, a home without rain gutters had to have $35,000 in siding repairs before rain gutters could be installed. And leaky rain gutters on one side of a home that went undiscovered for a year cost a homeowner $8,000 in repairs. Hunter rain gutters are the only local company in Boise who have crisscrossed Idaho, Washington, and Oregon working on hundreds of jobs in the Pacific Northwest dealing with huge amounts of moisture. This experience provided skills, knowledge, and expertise to undertake any job they could come across in the Treasure Valley. If your gutters are sagging, damaged, or leaking, it's time to take care of this. And if your gutters just need to be cleaned, call the setup service so you stay safe and off the ladder. Call 208-747-0641 or visit HunterRainGutters.com and follow Hunter Rain Gutters on Facebook. If you are looking to buy, sell, or tap into your equity, take a few minutes to visit with Terry Hefner and his team of professionals at Guild Mortgage. The local market has changed dramatically in recent years, and working with a pro that understands these conditions is critical. Terry and his team have been helping Idaho homeowners for nearly 30 years. Before you make any financial moves that involve your home, call Terry Hefner. Terry is a native Idahoan and is a second-generation real estate professional. When you work with Guild, you support a business that is passionate about our local economy. The Hefner Group at Guild Mortgage wants to create a positive loan experience and help you make the most informed decisions you can, especially for first-time homebuyers. There is a lot of confusing information out there, so let Terry Hefner help you. Call 208-599-8500 or visit terryhefner.com. Terry Hefner, NMLS 95796. Company NMLS number 3274. Guild Mortgage is an equal housing lender. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk KBOI. I hope you didn't sustain any serious damage in that uh, big windstorm that came through uh, the Boise area not too long ago. Um, did see a lot of reports of uh, broken branches. There were some power outages. Uh, a uh, piece of property that I'm helping some folks with on a construction project, they lost a, a massively huge uh, pine tree, um, big, big pine tree. I mean, this thing was probably almost two feet around, probably 20 to 22 inches at least down at the base, you know, before it flares, but it was big. And that thing just got snapped off at ground level, just like, you know, putting a little dowel rod across your knee and just breaking it. Um, didn't lift the the roots out of the ground like you see with a lot of trees that blow over. This one, it hung on there uh, to, to ground level, but snapped it off just, just above that. 
and uh, very big and uh, very expensive to have a uh, professional come out and remove that. So I hope you survived okay. Uh, This one did do some damage to a small building next to the house that uh, we'll have to make repairs to and and get that coordinated and taken care of. But I got thinking about that with uh, a, a lot of people. Did you find by chance, you know, you might go out and walk around if you haven't done that inspection and stand back and look at your home and go look up at the shingles on the roof and make sure they're all still there or you don't see a couple of them that are sticking up in the air Um, or if worse you find a little piece of a shingle out in the backyard or something and you look at it and you go well this isn't the color of my roof (laughs) you know take a look at at your neighbors because maybe one of their shingles blew off and they don't even know it because they didn't find it or they haven't been able to stand back and look at the roof in enough detail so stand back and carefully scan every every surface of your roof that you possibly can or you know if it's a two-story house get up there and look out the windows and look down on the, the roof of the lower section if you possibly can or if you can't you may also want to get somebody out to to take a look at it if your neighborhood did receive some some wind damage in that uh, most cases those things are covered by your homeowner's insurance, the wind damage, and can be repaired fairly straightforward. If it's one or two shingles, perhaps you have some leftovers in the garage somewhere or you know, in the basement or on a shelf somewhere that uh, you can match and blend in. That's why it's always nice when you have roofing done on your home that the, uh, the roofing contractor leaves behind a few extra shingles. If you're not sure what you have and you know who did the roof the last time, uh, you can always contact them and have them search their records. Most of the roofers will keep track of that uh, job by job and save that for quite a few years so they can always look and say, oh yeah, it's this brand and this color number and that. You're not going to get the same lot number, I guarantee you that, if you have to go get more, but you may be able to get the, the same color and over time it'll blend into where you won't notice it so much but uh you might you might just go take take a look at that and and see what uh hopefully you you don't find anything but just look for anything up on the roof that may be out of sorts a little bit uh this could be a good weekend for you too it's going to be a beautiful day and it may be the time to uh look at giving the house a bath for the for the start of summer the official start of the summer season is this weekend and uh, maybe the house does need need a bath. Uh, you know, you wash your car now and then. Well, what about your house? You, when that big windstorm came through, I remember we were looking down the street and you could just see this cloud of pollen rolling in, like you know, in some of those the, those movies where out in the desert the big giant sandstorm is coming across the desert and the heroes are trying to outrun it and get into you know, in, inside the, the, the house or the building before the sandstorm hits. Well, that's kind of the way it was with this cloud of pollen. You could just see it coming at you. Ah! Run inside, shut all the windows real quick, and, uh, you know, get ready for being blasted. Well, maybe that's all over over your house. The rain will wash that off your roofs and uh, down into the gutters. And I noticed that the big old pile of yellow-green pollen at the bottom of the, the gutters after the rain came through. And uh, that washes through there, but uh, maybe the rest of the house needs a bath also. Start with the gutters if you need to. <coughs> excuse me, if you need to clean them, get the bucket of soap and water and wipe out the outsides and clean them all off. Hose them down if you don't have any kind of guards on there. Clean them all out. Rinse everything out. Start at the top down and 
because you're going to splash it all over the siding and the windows and then wash off your siding. You can just rinse rinse that off with a, a hose or uh, maybe have one of the smaller pressure washers that you know isn't going to peel the paint off and do any damage. You're just using it to get the water up in a more concentrated fashion up there. You definitely don't want to blast windows and stuff when they're in full sun, but you can uh, you can rinse them off. Uh, the siding will dry just fine on its own, but you probably want to come back to the windows and wipe them down. Squeegee, a little soap and water, and uh, you can develop your technique on that. If you, if you haven't learned how to wash windows with a squeegee, you can watch some of the videos on that and watch how the pros do it, how they go through a certain motion to soap a window, and then they go in the corners with the squeegee and come around and back and forth, and they make it look so easy. But once you develop that that muscle motion, uh, you can do a nice job on, on your outside windows and rinse it all the way down and out, out the bottom and clean it off. And um, you might be surprised how much dirt just actually rolls off the house and the windows and the top of uh, pieces of molding and stuff. Uh, we definitely don't want to inject water where water doesn't need to be, but uh, it, it will happen. You'll have, want to wash the, the screens of your windows. You can remove those and rinse them out and kind of tap them out. Don't bang them too hard so that you, you bend them in that, but, uh, and, and don't use any real brushes on them, but you can just use water pressure and blast all the dirt and dust off of your screens. And then take a look on the inside of the windows. Do the tracks need to be wiped out? Do you need to take some paper towels and, and wipe out the tracks and all the dirt and maybe the dead bugs that are in there and everything and, and clean all those out? A lot of the window sashes can be removed and lifted out. You can clean the bottom of the sashes. Make sure if the rollers need any lubrication, you can do that. You can clean out the track itself. Make sure the little weep holes on the outside of the windows are actually draining those can get plugged up pretty easy or they get stuck. So you may take a little ice pick or something from the outside and just kind of poke that little flapper door and make sure that it does open and, and you can drain out through all those. Um, unfortunately, sometimes those get, uh, when, when windows are being installed in that, they may get a little aggressive with the caulking and some of those get stuck shut. You don't want that because that allows the, the track on the vinyl windows to, uh, to drain out. Uh, properly, and you definitely want that to be able to happen. So, uh, you know, anything you want to scrub off, you get any bird poop or cobwebs, or you know, any splash staining and and all that, you can come back and rinse that off. Scrub it with a pole with a brush on it if it's up higher than you can reach. Be safe on the ladders, though. This is a a great project to do, but according to the insurance industry, this is also the project that. Uh, most homeowners get hurt on reaching too far out across on a ladder or not having good footing on it as you climb up it. Hey, we'll be back after the news once again for the third and final hour. I look forward to your phone calls. Uh, grab that phone. Punch punch in the following number. 208-336-3700. And you will be up next right after the news here on News Talk KBOI. See green and save green. Visit Campbell Tractor now through May 31st. And when you buy a new John Deere 1025R compact utility tractor with a front loader, Campbell Tractor will add in a Frontier RB2060 rear blade for free while supplies last with your purchase. These compact tractors are built tough, reliable, and comfortable for just about any project you can take on. And if it'll help you out, ask Campbell Tractor about 0% financing options on approved credit. 
With over 80 years of experience supporting John Deere customers with quality equipment, parts, and service, Campbell Tractor will make sure you get the job done. Stop by one of Campbell Tractor's six locations or visit them online at CampbellTractor.com. That's CampbellTractor.com. Campbell Tractor, 2014 North Franklin Boulevard in Nampa, with stores also in Homedale, Fruitland, Lens Ferry, Wendell, and Ontario. That's Campbell Tractor. This is a podcast of The Home Fix Show with Joe Prince. Hey, welcome to the Memorial Day weekend version of The Home Fix Show. I'm Joe Prin. You are listening to News Talk KBOI. We try to answer questions on home repairs and improvements and all of that. Uh, last week on the show, uh, we talked to Ted. He was the one having the uh, the troubles with the uh, the hydrant uh, leaking and adjusting. And uh, Ted and I just spoke during the break about you know not really having any more new information on that, other than uh, everybody is saying just you know try to go online or uh, find the uh, the original. Uh, spec sheet or the brand of the the hydrant because some of them are adjustable some of them aren't and uh, that that could be the solution to the problem so no real new information other than what we we shared last week but Ted's on the line again here and he does have a a, a second question for us for this morning good morning Ted good, good to hear back from you hi I'm, I'm just gonna say uh, when when we get this uh, adjusted and the leak stops will I be a plumber. Say that again. I'm sorry. I didn't catch all of that. <laughs> I said uh, after I get it all adjusted and the leak stops, will I be a plumber then? Oh, no, not even close. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, you you will have one of the uh, the 10,000 things that those guys know about uh, under your belt. But, uh, yeah, on, on that issue, you'll probably get real good at it. But <laughs> there's a lot more. <laughs> okay. When... Uh, uh, you have probably had our numbers off. I, I think I can fix this thing. I think I, I looked at it enough. I figured it out. And I did one about 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. Just like this. Okay. Well, thank you. You said you had another, uh, another question though. No, that was it. Oh, that was it right there. It. Okay, good. Good. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Get to work on that thing. I expect that done by lunchtime. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Thanks, Ted. Thanks for calling. 208. 336-3700 is how you join us on the show this morning. I was uh, looking during the break here at uh, the history of Memorial Day, and I found a, a great little summary that came from uh, uh, an NBC news station in in Texas, uh, Channel 5 uh, NBC television news there. They put together a, a good little summary, and I thought I'd uh, credit them with this and just, uh, uh, just share this. Uh, some people may not know all the facts here i know i certainly didn't Uh, it says in recent history uh, memorial day has meant the official start to summer yeah you've heard that Uh, families barbecue on the grill the local pool announces its opening day and retailers of course are promoting you know big sales for the memorial day weekend well while everyone has the freedom to celebrate as they choose americans should also remember that this holiday is really a somber occasion to pause and reflect as a nation. Uh, The holiday takes place annually on the last Monday in May, and it is a dedicated day for honoring U.S. military personnel who have died while serving in the United States Armed Forces. Over 1.3 million Americans have paid the ultimate sacrifice for our nation. 
uh, Memorial Day was originally called Decoration Day. Okay, that's what I remember my uh, grandma-in-law calling it, uh, Decoration Day. Uh, that's what it was originally called. In 1869, the head of an organization of Union veterans, uh, Major General John A. Logan, established Decoration Day as a way for the nation to honor the graves of those who died in the Civil War with flowers, according to the U.S. Department of Veteran of Veterans Affairs. Uh, there are debates over which city was the origin, original place of Memorial Day, although the first large observation was held at Arlington National Cemetery for a crowd of about 5,000 people in 1868. In 1966, President Lyndon Johnson declared Waterloo, New York, the official birthplace of the holiday, according to, according to the VA. Uh, it's believed that May 30th, was chosen by Logan as the day to observe the Decoration Day uh, because flowers would be in full bloom nationwide, again, according to the VA. Uh, Though there were future conversations over the official day uh, for Memorial Day, by the end of the 19th century, state legislatures passed proclamations naming May 30th as the holiday. In 1971, Congress declared Memorial Day a national holiday, placing it as the last Monday in May, and the day was expanded to honor all those who have died in American wars. Congress, in December 2000, uh, passed and the President signed into law the National Moment of Remembrance Act to ensure those who sacrificed their lives for the country were not forgotten. And you have a chance to participate in that today, no matter where you are. So set your alarms on the uh, on the microwave, on your phone, on your uh, your clock radio, wherever it is. Set your alarms today at 3 p.m. Uh, Americans are asked to take part in the National Moment of Remembrance. It's just a time to pause in a moment of silence to honor those who have died serving the United States of America. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. Hey, you're missing the party. Sorry, I was just admiring your new kitchen. It looks amazing. Who was your contractor? Sasquatch Contracting. They took our project from an idea through design to construction in no time. Now we use their maintenance division, Yeti Services, to perform all our home maintenance. Your home maintenance? Yeah, Yeti Services does a quarterly inspection of our home from roof to crawl space. They replace our HVAC filters, make sure that we're winterized, inspects our roof, cleans out our dryer vent, and so much more. It frees me up to spend time on the things I actually want want to do because I know my house is well maintained. That's cool. What does all of that cost and how would I get that set up? Oh, it's easy and inexpensive. Check out their website and click the link to Yeti Services or call 208 208- 268-8080. Hey, it looks like they've got a couple of options for home maintenance. Yeah, they have the Yeti Essential Services, and they also have the Yeti Exclusive, which is a little more in-depth. Call them, 208-268-8080, or you can request an appointment at their website, sasquatchcontracting.com. Cool, I'm going to call them now, get this set up, and get back to the party. If you look at designer kitchen and bath photos from around the country, you'll see some amazing countertops and shower and bath systems using large format tile as well as stone and other solid surfaces. It's nothing short of amazing what can be done with these materials. However, experienced fabrication and installation skills are what make this possible. And here in the Treasure Valley, you have the finest craftspeople and designers available at Cutting Edge Kitchens. From start to finish, all details are complete and beautiful for now and for a very long time to come. 
Is it time for new countertops, floors, or shower walls in your home? Or are you building new and want something a little different? Start the process and talk with Cutting Edge Kitchens now. For existing granite and tile surfaces, Cutting Edge Kitchens also offers seam and chip repair as well as restoration services for countertops, walls, and floors. Cutting Edge Kitchens, 208-344-3404. That's 208-344-3404. Idaho Registered Contractor number 34737. It is very easy to forget about our dryer vents. Definitely not top of the mind for most people. But when you start noticing that your dryer is working harder and harder and taking longer to get your clothes dry, you're getting a notice that your dryer vent needs attention. Clogged or restricted dryer vents not only make your dryer work harder, but they can also cause your dryer to fail and need expensive repairs. And beyond that, they also cause you to use more energy, and we all know how those rates are going up also. Oh, and if all that was not enough to motivate you to call the dryer vent wizard and have them clean and service your dryer vent, according to the National Fire Protection Association, approximately 3,000 dryers catch fire each year, with one-third of those caused by clogged dryer vents. Call Mike at Dryer Vent Wizard. Here's your super-secret home fix listener phone number, 208-340-1070. That's 208-340-1070 for Dryer Vent Wizard, or schedule online at idadryerguy.com. Dryer Vent Wizard. At Heritage Reflections, they are honored to present to you the finest in Amish-crafted furniture and home decor. Quality is easy to spot, and it surrounds you at Heritage Reflections. Take some time to stop into Heritage Reflections and look around at all this beautifully American-made furniture that they have on display there. Of course, you can sit in it. You can run your hands over it, and you can feel that quality. Beautifully crafted with attention to detail that you remember from long ago but may have not seen for a while. Heritage Reflections knows the people behind every one of the tables, the chairs, the hutches, cabinets, benches, shelving, rockers, and beds that they have in their store. That's because they go to the source and they meet these craftspersons one-on-one and are, like I said, honored to be able to offer their work to you. They're parts of the store with unique and very special decorating items at Heritage Reflections. So if you need a quality or a special gift for someone else, maybe for yourself, well, relax for a moment and visit Heritage Reflections on Eagle Road, south of Overland. They're open Monday through Saturday, 10 until 5. If you hear anything you'd like to revisit, check out the Home Fix podcast on the KBOI radio app. First, download the KBOI radio app from the App Store for free. Then click Podcasts. Then click on the Home Fix show. Now back to Joe Prin. This is the Home Fix show on News Talk KBOI. The traditional cedar privacy fence, uh, as it's called privacy, because they try to create a little privacy. You can't really see through it. I suppose you could look over it, or maybe there's that gap or that knot hole there where you could spy on what the neighbors are doing. But uh, the cedar privacy fence for years has had a four by four wood post as its supporting structure. Uh, many of you have probably installed these or have had to repair them over the years. Uh, cedar has been the most common material for, for decades on these, uh, partially because of the cost, but also the availability and the durability of them. Uh, used to be able to get cedar posts in either <clears throat> seven foot or eight foot lengths, depending on the style of, uh, 
rails and top caps and all that that you were doing. You could uh, save like 10 cents or 20 cents a post if you bought the seven footers instead of the eights. Uh, if installed properly and uh, with the proper drainage and slope around the con- the crown of the uh, the concrete that's holding those in place, they can they can last a very long time. The problem is not many people did install them properly. Uh, the most accepted way of going about this is to you know dig a hole. You could use a post hole digger, or you could drill with an auger a hole. And uh, I mentioned this briefly, just uh, I think last week or the week before, 27 inches deep. So well, I heard it was only two foot. Yeah, it is. But uh, you drill 27 inches deep, and then you put three inches of gravel down there in the bottom. Uh, place the post in there and get it all lined up to your string lines and try to make the fence as straight as you possibly can. And uh, sometimes that means digging out the hole a little bit more because sometimes we tend to wander with those post hole diggers a bit. I cannot build a straight fence. I, I really admire the people that can. And then you can uh, mix up and uh, dump in there the, the pre-mixed concrete mix or post mix, bringing it up to a dome shape above the ground uh, to divert the water. If you can't dome up your concrete, then you've mixed it too wet. You've added too much water, and that's also going to make for a very weak uh, final product. That's going to make it easy for those to crack. You want to dome the concrete up around the post so that as water is sitting around on the ground, it doesn't come up and have a way to touch touch the wood of the post itself. Um, that way, uh, you've also got the gravel down there because if moisture gets in there between the concrete for some reason and the post, it'll drain out the bottom uh, into that gravel. And that gravel also keeps the moisture that's in the soil from wicking up into the post and rotting it off uh, inside the concrete there. Uh, so so where does this, this go wrong? Well, the post is placed into wet concrete, uh, just, you know, and you formed a cup kind of around the post uh collar if you will just like think of like the collar on on your shirt uh the traps water and the post rots out uh that's if you don't bring the concrete up all the way and some people say well i don't want to see the concrete so i'm going to leave it you know shy about you know two inches of the the soil and just let the grass grow up around it um well okay and then you're going to take your weed eater and turn it from a square post to a round post after you go over it enough time over the years but uh, yeah, it's mainly the problem is the, the water from uh, rainwater and from your, your sprinkler system, it just lands on that plate, really, that's surrounding that post, that flat spot, and that will prematurely uh, rot out the post. Or in the wintertime, moisture gets down there between the post and the concrete, freezes and cracks that, uh, that concrete plug that you've put in there. Uh, the post, another common mistake is the post is placed directly on the dirt and uh, like we were saying it wicks up the post and rots it out inside of the <clears throat> the, the concrete uh, that you've put around there um, the other problem is too there's not room all the way around the post uh, you may all of a sudden find that you you put the post in there and when you go to line it up with the string it's placed right up against the side of the dirt on one side and you say oh well the other three sides uh, will will you know, hold that up. And and that's true. The concrete probably will hold the post up for, for a while, maybe, maybe quite a while, but eventually that post is going to completely rot away on that one side and get weak and then maybe snap off. So uh, that's where you've got to take the post hole digger again and kind of scrape down that side and add another 
two inches of breathing room around it so that you can get some some good concrete mass all the way around all four sides of the post. Uh, we did talk about this. The concrete doesn't come above the ground all the way forming that tray and or no concrete is used at all. Now, some people will say, look, if I use a pressure treated post that is designed for direct contact with the soil, I don't have to use concrete. You're right. You're right. You don't you know, tamping in there, that's fine. Some soil conditions are so dry or maybe it's out in more mountainous areas where there's plenty of drainage and all that, you may not have to use uh, concrete placed in the hole. So that is true. But uh, in in most cases, you'll want to do that. Um, I mentioned post mix or concrete mix. You know, what what's the difference between those two? Well, other than, you know, somewhere around 50 cents, 70 cents a bag or something, uh, concrete mix will have a little bit larger rock in it than uh, the aggregate will be a little bit bigger rock in it than what post mix does. Uh, post mix uses that smaller aggregate because they know you're going to be putting it down inside of these holes and working it and trying to get the bubbles out of it. And they want the smaller rocks, the more pea-sized gravel in there so that it, it you don't develop any pockets where where there isn't any concrete down in there. And they also don't put as much cement in it. Uh, they can back off on the cement a little bit because they don't need it to be as strong as like what you would use, you know, on a driveway or a sidewalk or on something more structural for your house. So they can save a little bit of money on that by backing off on, on some of the cement. Uh, so that, that, that results in post mix being a little bit, uh, lower cost. But again, the, mis- the biggest mistake that people make, uh, is that they put too much water in with their concrete mix and make it too wet, thinking that, well, if it's really nice and soupy, it'll go right to the bottom of that hole. Well, that's true, but it also uh, very much weakens uh, the end product. Uh, so about, <clears throat> excuse me, about 20 years ago, somebody must have really gotten tired of uh, wooden uh, posts rotting off, and uh, they wrote a convincing argument that uh, it was better for us to get over the appearance issues of metal posts and uh, trade that for a longer life. And uh, a bracket was designed that fits a standard two and three eighths inch uh, outside diameter chain link fence post, uh, which usually came in eight foot lengths because those were the posts used at the end of a run or a corner where the the ultimate and strength was needed and uh those brackets are pretty slick they just slide right over the post after it's you know placed in the hole and uh you can adjust them up and down and that's what the the rails attach to you still dig your post holes about 2 foot deep and then lining up your metal post to a string line it's a little bit easier once you get it lined up there you can just tap the post and you put a block of wood on the end of it and with a uh, fairly heavy hammer, or maybe even a little bit of a sledgehammer, you can pound that post down into the ground to the absolute perfect height that you want and maybe not even have to trim them off. Uh, the bonus is that when you do that, you, you actually hold that, that post. It holds itself in place. So you can kind of move it a little bit and wiggle it around, tap it in and everything, and then place concrete around it and uh, wiggle it into position again. And uh, you don't have to brace everything off like you may have to do on a, a wood post. Um, you can leave the, the post a little long if you have to and come by with a string line and mark them. Uh, you could cut them off with a re- reciprocating saw, except that they 
wiggle like crazy when you do that because uh, most people don't use a fine enough uh, tooth blade. By the way, we got to talk about that a little bit. If you ever are cutting metal with a reciprocating saw, one thing I was always taught with uh, hacksaws by, I think I learned this from my junior high shop teacher, is uh, you want to go with as fine of a tooth blade as you possibly can to where the thickness of the metal you're cutting is equal to about three of the teeth on the metal cutting blade. And I think that's probably true for hacksaws and reciprocating saws. If you have too aggressive of a blade pattern, the teeth bite into the metal rather than running across the top of it. And then it shakes you and the post and, and everything loose. But uh, you can use a, uh, uh, a reciprocating saw to cut those off. I, I suppose you could do it by hand if you want to try to kill your arms doing that. Um, the other way to do it is with a large diameter tubing cutter, uh, pipe cutter, that will open up its throat big enough to do that. <coughs> that may be one of those things that's worth renting for the day after you get all your posts in place, because that's probably a tool you, you may never use again, but you can go down and rent a very large tubing cutter and put that around. You turn it around, twist the handle, half a turn, spin it around again, half a turn, spin it around, and just keep doing that till it clips the uh, the pole off. The other advantage to using those, those tubing cutters is it kind of crimps in the top just a little tiny bit, and it makes it uh, a whole lot easier to get the the post caps uh, tapped on there, and you, know, you usually get a, a straighter, straighter cut too. So before you put the cap on, that's where you uh, slide on the two or the three, uh, the rail brackets that you use. Then you can pound the post cap on there. That keeps water and uh, from going down inside the tubing and rotting or rusting that out, and it also keeps it from turning into wonderful little uh, breeding grounds for wasp nests there. So uh, the string line can come into play then as you adjust the brackets if you want them all to line up and the screws go through the brackets and into your two by fours to form the rails and then you can hang pickets on it. And uh, yeah, we need to take a break. Let's, uh, this is a good spot to do that in this part of the project once we got all the posts taken care of. Back with more Home Fix after this. What are you working on this morning? We got about uh, another 20 minutes outside the commercials and ending the show a few minutes before the news so uh let's get your calls in now 208-336-3700 208-336-3700 i'm joe prin you are listening to home fix the home fix show with joe prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. For almost 10 years now, you've heard Joe on the Home Fix Show recommending Bot's Exteriors and its owner, Bill Bot, for just about every exterior home repair and improvement you can imagine. But Bot's Exteriors have been making homes look great and earning the trust of customers much longer than that. Since 1981, in fact, their longevity and success comes down to great customer service and quality work at a fair price on every project, no matter how big or small. People like the personal touch of Bot's Exteriors and dealing with the owner of the company on every job. When you call Bill and have him come to your home for a quote on siding, porches, windows, entry doors, patio covers, decks, and more, you get a price back quickly and with several options if that's what you needed. There are a lot of siding and exterior companies, but trust the one Joe does. Give Bots Exteriors a chance to prove to you why they are the first choice of so many. Call Bill at 208-870-4324 or see BotsExteriorsIdaho.com. 208-870-4324. Can you picture a new pool in your backyard? 
If so, now's the time to talk to Brent at Backyard Oasis. Your new in-ground pool from San Juan Pools and Backyard Oasis will be easier to take care of and will outlast other types of pools. There are close to 100 styles and sizes to choose from. And how about this? Your new pool can be installed start to finish in just 10 days. These pools are built to order and Backyard Oasis will coordinate all the details. So, back to enjoying that pool. Sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Contact Brent at Backyard Oasis now and let's make this happen with a team of construction professionals that insist on maintaining quality at every step. Scheduling availability is limited, so please do not wait. Will you, your kids, or grandkids be splashing around and having a great time in your new pool? Only one way to find out. Call 208-250-0176. 208-250-0176 for Backyard Oasis. Next time you're looking for window coverings, turn to your locally owned and home fix show trusted resource, Budget Blinds of Boise and Nampa. From roller shades to insulating cellular shades and timeless shutters to custom drapery, the team at Budget Blinds has you covered. They offer options with the perfect balance of privacy and light control. Whether you live in Boise, Eagle, Meridian, Nampa, Caldwell, Star, Middleton, CUNA, or the surrounding communities, the Budget Blinds design consultants will bring samples, inspiration, and design expertise to your home. But don't just take my word. With over 500 plus five-star reviews, we will let your local friends and neighbors tell you why they chose Budget Blinds of Boise for their home or office window covering needs. To get started, schedule a complimentary in-home consultation and measurement of your windows. Call 208-375-1212 or visit budgetblinds.com slash Boise. I was looking back through some old home fix paperwork the other day and Notice that, you know, Nampa Appliance and TV and Mattress has been with us here on this radio show for longer than I've kept digital and documentation records for. I mean, my family has been in four houses since we've lived here. And over those years and decades and all that time, Nampa Appliance and TV has provided our appliance in each of these homes. And I bet some of you have stories like that. Uh, Most recently, we upgraded to a thermidor induction cooktop and are experiencing that that's pretty cool and uh, we also got a new lg refrigerator freezer uh, this year and uh, what a comfort it is to not have to look through all the different ads and all the hype from all these other stores and search them out and determine you know if i can trust the business or if it's a really a good deal nampa appliance and tv has been there and will continue to be there at 278 Caldwell Boulevard in Nampa for as long as you need them to. Always competitive, always a great selection, and always very personal and friendly. Uh, thank you to the great Home Fix listeners who shop at Nampa Appliance and TV. And for those that haven't stopped by yet, go there and tell them that uh, you heard about them on the Home Fix show. Nampa Appliance, TV, and Mattress, 278 Caldwell Boulevard in Nampa. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now, 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk KBOI. Well, I think I like this guy already. Let's go to Meridian and talk with Joe. Good morning, Joe. How are you? From the sounds of your voice, I'm a little older than you are, so I have the name first. <laughs> you know, there's maybe, but... Uh, you know, there's there's not many of us out there anymore. There's not too many 
parents naming their little kids Joe anymore. <laughs> nope, and I've uh, noticed that I like every one of them I've met. Too. <laughs> They're good people uh, through and through. Yeah. What can we do for you today? What are you working on? Well, uh, I, I hired a company here a couple of years ago, and they did attic insulation for me, and mm-hmm. I put a radiant barrier up also. And also three attic fans. Okay. And I'm finding out now that two of the motors on the on two out of the three are going bad. The company that makes them is uh, uh, said if you can hear the fans while you're outside on the ground, then the motors are going bad. Could be uh, some of those bearings as they go out start uh, either making squealing or vibration noises. How how old are they? They're only two years old, but they have a lifetime warranty. So the company's going to send them to me oh, as soon as I good. tell them what wattage they are. Yeah, so you may um, have to get up there, and uh, if you don't have the documentation on it, you'll have to uh, identify what goes on there. Right, and uh, the solution would be uh, from what the uh, I, I uh, used in the kid that did the install in the first place, and they... Um, uh, he says you got to get up in the attic and go up. He's got to build a little uh, platform or something to get up to where the ceiling fans are because I got a two-story house with a uh, one room upstairs and a 14-foot door on an RV bay. So it's got to be oh, got to be 16, 18 feet up to the uh, peak when you're up in the attic. So yeah, why why does why does he do that from the inside? Because those attic fans are installed from the outside, are they not? That's true. They are. That's true. And I was dumbfounded when they told me they have to do the repair from the attic side and not the roof. And apparently, they have a mesh on the very top. You have a uh, solar panel that lifts up to face the sun, and then they right. have a mesh on there. And then you got the fan and the motors below the fan. And I would think you'd be able to disassemble things enough to get to the motor, but that's not the case. So it makes me wonder if they don't want to uh, remove everything. Um, Most of the installers are not fearful of the shingles or the roofing, and they will... Uh, you know, carefully lift and remove the fan from that and take the flashing and everything. Because, you know, even after a few years, it would seem that unless they're making absolutely identical stuff, um, it seems like it would be so much more difficult to try to do that from down below that just surprises me that they would have to go through all of that um, to to do that. Where I don't know, maybe they they're afraid of going up that high on the roof or something. But uh, it it seems like I haven't I, I haven't noticed they're afraid of doing that. I just I was dumbfounded when they told me uh, the repair is from the inside of the roof rather than the outside, and I can't imagine any company making this uh, attic fan which. Uh, it vacates a tremendous amount of hot air up in the attic. Right, right. Um, if they they got working parts like a motor, right, right, it's going to go bad at some point. Why? Why are you having people walk through twenty inches of brand new insulation, crap, and that down? Yeah, and um, and with you with that 
And with that thermal barrier you've got up there, that's something you don't want to be on top of that. And uh, so I, right. I, I wonder if there's maybe a second opinion or, or something that you could get on this thing, because um, I understand that because I've, I've replaced motors on some of the old electric ones and I've had to get into the attic to either make the electrical connection or disconnect it and do that. Some of it can right. be done from the top. You can reach in there and, and do so. It's not real comfortable and it's, uh, you know, sharp edges and all that, but I've, I've done it because I didn't want to go in the attic. It was just, it was horrible to do that. But, um, also I know with these, these solar powered attic fans, there's a lot of that that is, you know, they're lightweight. They're, uh, they're not really, you know, super high RPM and power because they work you know, in a different way, um, I'd be surprised that just the motor is, is removable. Now I can see why the manufacturer says, well, yeah, we're going to send you two new motors. And then all of a sudden they saved a bunch of money by just sending you two motors, but they've created a tremendous expense on your part by having to set up the scaffolding or get a bucket truck inside your garage to lift you up all the way there. Uh, that, I've well, this is in the attic space directly above the living space. Yeah. So okay. the only thing right. you can do is build some kind of a uh, temporary wooden uh, uh, ladder type thing to access each one of those. See, and that makes me think, you know, I, what are we going to cause more problems than we're going to solve by doing this? You know, or uh, what? What brand is That's this? Nice exactly. What yeah. brand is this? They are uh, Remington Dynamics. I think they're out of Houston, Texas. Okay. My question is, are you aware of other manufacturers where you can access, uh, access these, like the motor, from the roof rather than the attic? Well, yeah, it, it, virtually all of them. Because I, I, I would say, okay, so Steve at Solar Concepts, he's one of my, my sponsors, Solar Concepts. And uh, I just got from Steve a... Uh, a solar tube brand solar attic ventilator. All right. And yeah. I, I installed this out on a, uh, a room that I have out in my barn, metal roof that, uh, you know, I needed to vent kind of like, you know, anywhere else that you need to vent an attic cavity or anything. And so I go up on the metal roof and I made my cuts and I stuck my flashing under there and sealed it all up and everything. The flashing goes in as this this throat. It looks like, you know, the bell of a tuba <laughs> that, that goes under, you know, any kind of roofing, whether it's shingles or wood shingles or asphalt or metal roofing. You, you put this flashing underneath there. Then right. the ventilator part, which is the solar panel, the rain cap, the motor, the, the whole shimoli, the whole thing just fits onto that flashing and is held in place with four screws. So I could go up there on the roof of this barn on this Solitude brand one with my little cordless Bosch drill that I got with a number two tip in it, and I could take out those four screws and have that attic ventilator down on the ground. If it took me 10 minutes, I would be surprised. And you can pick the time of day to do it when it's the coolest. Right. You do it in the morning, and then, uh, you know, and then if I get another one, I just replace it. I just take the top part. I leave the flashing in place, set this one on top of there, and go. And, you know, so it may be worth, I'm just thinking in the overall scope of things, you know, I don't want you to have to buy a whole new one if you don't have to, but it just seems like the expense that you're going to go to in doing that, it may be time just to switch brands. Right. 
What was the person's name at the uh, company you mentioned? Yeah, it's it's the company is Solar Concepts. Yep. Um, they're on my resources. Steve is Steve Kirk. He's the one you may have heard on the show here from time to time, and he's the owner there. Okay. And, uh, you know, he's usually there during the week. Uh, you won't probably get anybody there till Tuesday. You know, I, I hope they took the weekend off, but um, right. he can talk to you about coming out there, removing what you've got and installing a new one. But I'll tell you, they're not going to go in the attic. They're going to do that all from a rooftop. Right. Because nobody wants think, to go uh, in those attics, not not in any kind of temperatures or when you've got that, that, that thermal barrier and all that insulate. No, nobody wants to go in there. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's crazy, but that's, uh, that's apparently the way these this uh, company has it built. You know, so this is and, like this and, is like getting that you know the, your your kneecaps fixed or something. You know, you hear one doctor that wants to you know do it one way, and you don't like that. You go get another opinion because there's many ways of going about the same thing. And I think it's time for a second opinion on this. Right. Well, I agree, and I just didn't know who else I could call in order to someone in the industry that uh, yeah. make other recommendations. Yeah, I do that because, like I say, you might get free motors out of it, but then you may spend you know a thousand dollars having somebody do all this. Plus, who knows what other damage they do to to the rest of the systems that are up there that you're going to pay for over the next twenty years. Yeah, well, I figure if they're up there, they have more of a chance of flipping off a uh, yeah. device where they're going to come through the living space, and now we got drywall stuff to worry about. Well, and carrying all that lumber up there, and then they're just going to leave it, or, you know, yeah, yeah, I, I think, yeah. talk to Steve, and he'll send out, you know, Ed or one of the installers, they'll take a look at it, and they'll quote you a price right then and there, and uh, then uh, if you decide to do it, they'll schedule it in the next few days and take care of you. Right. Okay. Yep, because that's one thing they do, too. Yeah, the guy that installs it is the guy that comes out to quote you. So uh, that way there's no finger pointing. Whoa, they didn't tell me I had to do this. (laughs) (laughs) He who provides the quote does the install at uh, Solar Concepts. All right. Thanks for for your call, Joe. Good to hear from you. We'll be back to wrap up this Memorial Day weekend show with more on Home Fix. If you'd like to get in, you better do it right now. 208 336-3700. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. Making the decision to sell your home or buy a new one is very big. And when you choose your realtor, you want to know you're with a team that will be committed and with you for the complete process. Matt Bauscher has been voted the number one real estate agent in the Boise area and is the founding partner at Amherst Madison. For you, that means an incredible team of professionals that will help you reach your goal, respect your time, your family, and your desires. Look at current listings or read what Matt's clients have to say at BauscherRealEstate.com. In accordance with fair housing laws, Matt Bauscher provides equal professional service without regard to race, color, religion, sex, handicap, familial status, national origin, favorite basketball team, or sexual orientation of any prospective client, customer, or the residents of any community. Reach Matt at BauscherRealEstate.com. Did you know that you can have your bathtub converted to a shower in as little as one day? It's true. You've heard Jesse and Jeff from Custom Bath Solutions on the Home Fix Show talking about this with Joe. They have a beautiful showroom in Meridian where you can see full-size displays of their locally made showers and enclosures. And these best bath components have a 30-year warranty. 
If this is what you need to make your bathing safer and more enjoyable, call or visit Custom Bath Solutions. But maybe you need a bigger scale bathroom remodel. Not a problem. Custom Bath Solutions can help with all bathroom remodeling projects start to finish. Visit Custom Bath Solutions at 480 East Franklin Road in Meridian or call 208-888-7561. That's 208-888-7561 for Custom Bath Solutions. Shower yourself with comfort. Custom Bath Solutions. This is Heather from Master Plumbing, and if your house is like mine, springtime means lots of trips to practice and mountains of stained laundry. Sadly for me, this is my first season without a ball player living at home as my teenage son is off to college. I never thought I'd say this, but I even miss washing those filthy dirt and grass stained baseball pants. You'd think I'd miss that chore, but with my soft water system, it was actually a breeze. Did you know a soft water system boosts your washing power? It cleans your clothes with half the amount of laundry soap and whites and colors just stay brighter. Not to mention all the other great benefits like the way your skin feels after getting out of the shower and no need to scrub off hard water stains. So this spring, make life as easy as possible with a soft water system from Master Plumbing. Call us today at 208-888-9191 or visit callmasternow.com. Call the masters. Call a master plumbing. The masters of the trade. Wow, was that a winter or what? If you had new Milgard windows installed by Viewpoint Windows and Doors last year, I bet you are really glad you were warmer, you could see outside better, and your house was quieter. Oh yeah, and you saved a ton of money on your heating costs. Well, if you haven't had new Milgard windows installed yet, call Viewpoint Windows and Doors right now. 208-854-1877. Viewpoint Windows is your local Milgard certified dealer. Come to their showroom and take a look. They will match you up with the best installer for your home. Milgard Windows helps you to be more comfortable in your home, and they are quieter year-round. Soon, it will be hot outside again, and you will have wished that you made this call today. So do it. Call the most respected and largest window supplier in Idaho. Call 208-854-1877 for the Viewpoint Windows and Doors showroom on State Street, just east of Glenwood, or see more at viewpointwindows.com. Get 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Joe Prin. This is the Home Fix Show on News Talk KBOI. Yeah, listening to that uh, viewpoint ad, I think I better update that. I say soon it'll be hot out. That could be 3 o'clock today. (laughs) Time for an update. Uh, going to the emails here, I, uh, uh, received a question here, uh, from Royce. He says, uh, Hey Joe, I heard some of your discussion about deck structures and your view on this is very, or your view is very interesting. Uh, one element of the consideration I didn't hear is how to get the needed materials and design, uh, what kind of place around here actually sells the structural elements. Uh, very good question, Royce. I didn't touch on that. Um, if you look into the different brands of steel decking uh, material for the substructure, this is not the stuff you walk on. This is the part that you will never see unless you're underneath your deck at some point uh, and looking up at it. But uh, these are for uh, the joists instead of wood. Um, one company uh, shows up pretty prevalent in all of the 
online stuff, and it, it's a name I'm familiar with from from years ago. Still, it's Fortress Brand, and uh, their website at uh, Fortress uh, uh, Fortress BP Building Products FortressBP.com uh, has a dealer locator. So I just punched in uh, the the Boise zip code of eight three seven zero four just to see what was around here and uh two familiar faces kind of pop up here uh, silver creek supply in both boise and nampa says that they are stocking dealers of this product and also franklin building supply in boise is a stocking dealer and there's there's others so you can just put in your zip code thing and find out who has this so uh the product is in stock uh, readily available here in the, in in the Boise area anyway, and probably through other places throughout um, southern Idaho and wherever you know we're broadcasting from. You can, I mean, people are listening to the show in Ohio right now, so I mean, you can punch that in and and find the dealer near you. But but there was a word that you used in there, and that was design. Uh, you were looking for the materials and design. Now that's going to be a little bit different because. If any of these places are of the wholesale type nature, they're not going to likely offer you that service. Their job is to move material. In fact, they may not even sell direct to you, uh, Royce. They may want you to go through one of their accounts, you know, a, a retail lumber yard, uh, of which the lumber yard would order these materials from them and go. Now, they may help you, you know, uh, to a point, uh, if you go into there and you say, do you have anybody here that can help me do a takeoff on my plan? So if you have it roughly designed, the shape, the size and that, and you say, here's what I'm trying to build, uh, you know, what materials do I need? And then I'll buy this from or through one of your retailers, they may help you with that. That You're going to have different levels of success depending on the uh, cooperation, the attitude, the customer service of the supplier. But uh, seeing Franklin Building Supply on this list, I'm thinking that is the retailer. Uh, so yes, I would probably go right there. And they have people that will do this with you and for you. You need to be prepared with some things. You know, you need to show a picture of your backyard or whatever, or have it drawn out on, on graph paper roughly or sketched out. You know, it's going to be this big by this big, and this is what I'm trying to do. And I'd like to use a steel joisting system. And here's my final end product that I'm using. So that tells me what spacing we're going to need and what else do I need, what screws, what, you know, all that stuff. Uh, but I, I'm sure they would help you. They've got uh, good customer service there and they could probably take care of that. So. I hope that uh, that takes care of you. But, uh, yeah, Fortress Building Products is just one of the companies that uh, does make that, uh, that, that steel decking support system. All right, we're going to finish up with uh, one thing here when we were talking about fencing and fence posts and all that, and that's the, uh, the pickets. You know, what side, what side of the fence do these things go on, right? We talked about using maybe some of the new metal posts and uh, these brackets that uh, you can install. You can uh, set these brackets to where they face one side of the post or the other side of the post. I suppose if you doubled up on brackets, you could go, you know, either or the good neighbor fence or one section faces you, the next section faces them. It's a little trickier, but that can be done. There's brackets for going around corners, inside, outside corners and all that. So you've got to decide, you know, and and it is one side the good side and the other side is not as good are you splitting the cost with your neighbors do you 
flip a coin, you know, how does all that work? But you're going to decide that the pickets are going to go on one side or the other. Um, maybe the objection is, is seeing the metal posts. Uh, some people still like the look of the wood fence being all wood. There are ways to take one picket and actually attach it to that metal post. You can offset a couple little blocks of wood. You could put several pickets around there. You could actually box it in if you did a little crafty carpentry and and box that in. Just don't create a place where a lot of debris can get trapped behind it or like uh, you've created just a fantastic, you know, wasp nest breeding ground with that. Um, But you can try to hide the metal posts a little bit. Um, My son and I did this, uh, it was last summer, we had to replace a couple wooden posts and I didn't have my high lift jack with me and the soil conditions were kind of weird where we were doing this. So we we actually got the post out of the ground along with the big old concrete slug that came out of it. But we had to dig and chip and pry and uh, there was no way just to put the post back in this hole i mean it would have taken you know six bags of of concrete mix for each one of these holes it was huge so uh we thought about going to home depot and getting one of these things called a sauna tube it's that cardboard tube like you know the tube that's inside the roll of toilet paper that that you get that cardboard tube they make those for construction use that are much 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 thicker of course and bigger diameter and you can get all different sizes and lengths and we we're going to stick one of those down in the hole, backfill it with dirt and fill it up. But then I thought, yeah, I don't even want to do that. And he had a couple of big sheets of cardboard out in the garage. So we just rolled it up, made our own sauna tube, stuck it down in the hole, backfilled it, stuck the post in there, gravel at the bottom, filled it up with concrete, worked great. So uh, lots of different ways to go about doing those things. And what, what works for you, you know, do you, do you put the new post in the middle between the other two posts? Well, you could do that, but... Remember, if you're digging any new fence post holes, uh, you always want to call DigLine. It's a free location service that will find those phone lines. Even though maybe nobody has a landline anymore, you still cut one of them. You can be responsible. Or the uh, the internet uh, cable lines or a gas line, power line, water line. They all could be hidden there and don't ever trust how deep they are. Call DigLine. Have them locate before you dig. 811 or just look them up in the business pages. Uh, online or however you do that under dig line it's free service i'll be back next week it's ask an electrician week dave will be here with us and we'll talk electrical on the home fix show Lawn care season's underway, and if you could use a little help making things look as good as they can be, call Pestcom. At Pestcom, trained professionals will stop by on a planned schedule and give your lawn the nutrients and preventative maintenance it needs. Not too much, not too little, and right on time. And get this, you don't have to have bags of fertilizer or crusty old applicators stored in your garage or shed. Call Pestcom and have them stop by to prepare a package quote for you. Year-round bug and pest control is also available. Regular pest control treatments break the breeding cycles and put an end to infestations. Regular lawn care treatments build a healthier turf and require less water. And a healthy turf will handle heat stress and foot traffic better. So invite some friends over and show off your beautiful lawn. Call Pestcom and get started right now. 208-495-5636. 208-495-5636 for Pestcom. Or learn more at Pestcom.com. 208 495-5636.